Welcome to the final podcast ever of 2016. We did it. We're we here. did it. Geek Domination 2016. Another year has gone by. We killed it. We killed it. We killed it dead. We're murdering it tonight. Fuck you. Tw- I mean, no, that's still- what the Grim Reaper And then it's going gonna, gonna to spend three days dying. Okay. And then that's fucking brutal. Yeah, I know. That's actually terrible. Some people Notice, would say it's this metal. This is the blade we're using. That's a bottle opener. Not I a know. But that's what I mean. That's how dull this is. <laughs> Today, uh, December 28, 2016, I'm Cody Spitzelberger. Sure, sure. That's Zane Coppage. Yes, sir. Anthony Tyson. What up? So, it's 2016. It's the end of the year. What do you do at the end of the year? You reminisce. You talk about your favorite moments throughout the year. You drink. You drink. We do that on every day. But before we get to that purge, yeah. we didn't want to really talk about anything news related, but we feel like we kind of have to. Um, it was announced early yesterday morning that following a massive heart attack that Carrie Fisher, plane. yeah, was she, she was going to like Trans- London, Trans- transatlantic flight. Uh, she had a heart attack and was rushed to a hospital mall in, I think it was emergent care or ICU, ICU, uh, passed away. Yeah. So yeah. Age 60, 60, 60, even. 60 even. Um, the community, like this was kind of like, you know, like everyone's saying, 2016 has been like a, a terrible year for like the loss of talent and everything. And this was kind of the final straw. Sure. It was like the final like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. When the well, boat breaks. Well, and yeah. something I was saying before, because a lot of people are kind of just like, oh, holy shit, why are so many dying now? And it's it's a timing. Like, well, it's only going to keep getting worse. And it, because as as pop- weird as it sounds, like, you know, it, it's all the people that, you know, we. Sure. Our generation. Sure, sure. Truly, truly care about. Right. Well, well, and even more the generation right before. I was going to say, that's that's the bigger thing. But what I was also going to add to that is the fact that media has only gotten bigger as time has gone on, which means our bre- our the width of what covers as pop culture icons has only gotten wider. And as that happens, each year that goes by, we're only going to lose more and more stars, quote yeah. unquote. It does suck that we've had so many that are near and dear, but just the reality check of like, this is literally only going to get more so. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you're right. I just I do want to also just mention though at the same time like it just is very I'm sorry. I do that often. You, talk, I need you to play with record a lot. And I'm I right. just feel like It's done. It's done from here on. Um I do want to mention though that like a lot of these deaths though unfortunately um and maybe Robin Williams was a bit of the the start of it the year before, yeah. where it was like really tragic circumstances. I think that's what made me hard and kind of desensitized me from the rest, honestly. Um, if it for wasn't me. for the ones that we lost, it maybe. Um, I mean, we lost both um, Bowie and Alan Rickman to cancer. Um, yep. Bowie's was especially tragic because if you listen to the haunting, uh, Dark Star album that mm-hmm. he made. Um, it's like really, really powerful. It's, it, got it's a little bit of a swan song. It, yeah, it's it's haunting. It's it's a goodbye album, pretty sure, much. Sure. Um, and then Lemmy right before him. You know, yeah. it's just it it's all of these people. <sighs> stomach cancer. Well, and then the year before that was Dio, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. again, like that speaks more volumes to what I was talking about. Like we have a bunch of people that are, you know, hitting their fifties, sixties, seventies right now that you heavily used and abused drugs, alcohol and other things while they were during their their primes and you know you could say and that living living hard in general I'll put it sure. that way because uh, that doesn't agreed prince yeah. was the same way too um even carrie fisher lived hard i wouldn't say she was, was doing drugs say, yeah. but well, she did live she hard did. for she a time she did allude to it sure. many times yeah but i just don't mean like you know, yeah she didn't go to rehab for a problem yeah, well, different types of rehab. Sure. Um, yeah. the great the great thing about carrie was though like when she was not on the side of uh being either a writer um 
a director for some place and then also obviously the actress that she was she was also a really great champion for mental health awareness yes she was which was incredible um she was very very inspiring to a lot of people that were suffering from depression and those anxieties um but it was it was powerful though that she got at least a chance to to do the force awakens and to see how much people really still cared about her though too because sometimes I think she didn't realize the well, effect I mean, she had on and people. And I mean, it, so much That's of time true. had passed, That's true. too. Yeah. So, I mean, like, for her, it was, you know, it had been however many years since the last time she was in a Star Wars movie. Oh, of course. Of course. So, it like, kind of fell off. Um, and it also has been confirmed, like, I, I, and you had said this, too. I'm glad this wasn't at the forefront of everyone's minds, but it has been confirmed that she did already film all of her f- scenes for Episode Eight. Uh, filmography specifically, which means if there's no changes or adaptations that yeah. need to be made, then yeah. she should be fine. Prin- okay. Principal photography has been done for her, and sh- if they do reshoots, they're going to wind up having to digitally impose, which is shitty, but a reality. Yeah, uh, I doubt they'll do it personally. I think it would they'll, be too close, unfortunately. Yeah. They'll find a way to make it. To ILM, to, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. they'll they'll find a clever <laughs> way. I'm not I'm not worried about it. It's not in my mind right now. Um, you know, obviously it's just, you know, condolences to her friends and yes. close friends and family. Yes. Emphasize on that. Yeah. I'm just really proud of the Star Wars geekdom for not having the first rushed reaction. What's happening to my movie? Sure. Yeah. You know, everyone, it was just love and, and I personally was more moved by the, uh, various fan level tributes that came out within hours. Yeah. Sure. Like, well, that, the that KOTOR, too. or that not too. KOTOR, but, uh, TOR is a big one that they yeah. got a huge what was it, a whole server worth mm-hmm. all in that yeah. one location mm-hmm. surprise and then this crashed. you know this shittiness keeps happening when we literally sure. found out about 20 minutes before um recording this cast that her mother baby reynolds died yeah following a stroke which we knew the stroke had happened earlier today we just didn't know where she was at and so the the reality out. of Debbie um, is, a, is is just a little bit sadder, too, because it just follows so close with her daughter's death. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's kind of like we mentioned beforehand, Cody, you know, no parent wants to bury their child. And yeah. I'm sure it's, it's, it's got to be hard. a different level of stress. So our thoughts and prayers and love go out with Carrie Fisher and um, Debbie Reynolds family and friends. And yeah. Yeah. I just want to say, Debbie, you know, excellent body of work. You had so many tri- so much terrific content yeah. you know starting off with singing in the ring which i'll always remember fondly it's one of my first musicals i've ever watched yeah yeah cool yeah. all right Depress- done being sad depression over cool let's get in it 2016 <clears throat> for gaming for movies for all that junk for gaming it's been an okay year i would say it's not been the best there's been a few flops a few postponements yeah couple of depressing moments i would say mighty number nine is a depressing moment (laughs) oh no this could could be the year of just kickstarter failures in general which is depressing too uh it's also been a year of small redemptions uh i would say division and the initial failure and then later assistance of no man's sky that came along that supposedly has been pretty good now well hell i mean a lot of players even said and obviously they started a bit of end of last year as well but you know destiny i think really tried to stabilize what it was doing i think destiny is weaker now than it it was last year me too do you think so yes okay i fully believe that okay i i thought i thought some of what they were doing was really nice i liked Sure. What they did with their last expansion. I think expansion. they're still trying to figure out what to do for Destiny 2. So okay, and I'm that's fine. That. That's the rough part, too, is because, for instance, it's an article today about that, that uh, they were looking for 
essentially a story coordinator for smaller pieces of content. Essentially, it sounds like the size of like this dawning or uh-huh. a, a festival of some kind, but to essentially coordinate story efforts so that the quests actually involve more of the main story. Well, I mean, I, I mean, which sounds good, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it seems good in theory. Yeah, exactly. So let's let's start some gaming. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start this off. Okay. Where did my list go? Uh, list size. Okay. So I'm gonna start with my favorite games of the year. Start nice and smooth. Uh, because I'm you know crazy, I have to rank everything. I have five games on this list. We'll just go five one one. Uh, number five, Star Fox Zero. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I can understand why you like that one the most. It's or just like the game was like such a nostalgia trip for me. Sure. And as I said in my Co-op review, was beast. which if you haven't read, go uh, read. Go, go read Foundation.com and go to or the review section. You can find it there. Yeah. Afterwards. Um. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but when the game is good, mm-hmm. it's the best the Star Wars or Star Fox Star franchise Fox. has ever been. Unfortunately, it's not good enough all the time. Control scheme is a little iffy. Iffy. I'm. I got used to it. And sure. I, I don't think that's the problem with the game. Sure. I think it's the other gimmicks, like the uh, the little fucking walker thing, was the thing that really killed it for me. Well, and the fact that the it's only in like walker. two missions. No, right? it's in like so many missions. Is it? It's okay. also what you use for the final boss. That's true. Yes. Oh, I was thinking of the stupid helicopter thing no the gyrocopter yes only in two missions okay that's um, what i was thinking of number four a small thought okay moment with that star fox big shout out though to uh the two different amiibo compatibilities yes For one i do love the red and black just because we can ship extra damage is great but i have to give massive massive props to the use of the original and nes style or snes style yeah with the sound effects and everything the sound was, effect, and then the hilarious. fact that that turned into the chicken walker yeah that was hilarious and it's sir. just like a derpy 2d looking it's great i mean it was already derpy but yeah but no it's brilliant so big shout out to that that's all i wanted to throw out there with that one number four final fantasy 15 um okay. i really wanted this game to be higher but i just couldn't do it um i really enjoyed my time with the game i still have a a lot of time to sink into it because I haven't sure. really done any of the after game stuff or still have side quest stuff to do. <laughs> um, the gameplay is good. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is there. It's got room for improvement, and we know that improvement is coming. Sort of here, actually. Yeah. A lot of the cutscenes have already been updated. Yeah. Those but, that patch has already come down. Yeah, I saw that. So. But like, you know, let me go run sure. out and replay the entire game. Well, luckily with that patch came new game plus. And so let me go out and replay the entire game. I know, but at least it's at a higher level, so <laughs> right. that your, your stuff carries over, and right. you're striving for something that's valuable, not just let me replay a weakened character. <laughs> right, that'd be shitty. But uh, also, I do want to mention that Final Fantasy 15 won my best gaming soundtrack of the year. Nice, mm. nice. I'm gonna go ahead and just get that out of the way uh, for best gaming soundtrack. Yeah, totally concur. Uh, I have hands to agree. fucking down. Yeah. Yogoshima Mora, you know. I, I, I was so happy that death. you told me about the MP3 player because yeah. before that I had nothing during open room. Yeah, yeah. No, Yogoshima Mora, you know, the mastermind behind Kingdom Hearts and Dude, I Final Fantasy 15 is more Kingdom Hearts than any it Kingdom has Hearts its game. <laughs> I just mean like yeah. even running around as as Noctis in his basic clothing, he looks a like, lot like Sora. Yeah. It looks like a realistic Sora. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Most of the game, I just started calling characters other, like, Oh, that's Sarah. Goffy. That's, that's Dole. Uh, yeah, so that's Gladios Dolan. is Goffy. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Gladios is definitely Jesus Christ. Goffy. 
All right, number three. <laughs> um, Give him a shield. Come on. Right. <laughs> number three, which is basically everyone else's game of the year, but it's my number three, Overwatch. Really? Oh yeah. That's. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not too surprised, you know? but I'm a little surprised. You know, that's lower on my list. Is that? Or, well, um, okay. I played. You know, I played this shit ton on PS4 sure you when did. it yeah. came out. And PC. I still don't own it for PC. So, really? No. Uh, well, you just did it then at the during the open beta and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually bought Lauren and John Luke copies of it for PC for Christmas. Oh, hilarious! So I need to buy it too. Sure. Uh, <laughs> funny story. Bought it for Lauren. Can't play it because it's not Mac compatible. That's true. Uh, <laughs> That's true. So once they get all figured out, I'll definitely buy it. I'm playing it. Um, I mean, it definitely did re-revolutionize the shooting genre. And yeah, it's, and, it's, and the class-based shooter genre oh, yeah. and the Team Fortress s team play genre, like it, it redefined all that stuff. Is it? Is it? Is it? A, is a, it a, a revitalizing? Really? Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's definitely. I feel like it's not a revolution. It's it's definitely a revival. You know? Yeah, it's a revival. Yeah, it's, like it's a revival plus like it, it reminded everyone of why this like steroids works. Yes. Yeah. Amped. amped it's it's adrenaline and steroids just straight into that genre that's <laughs> been slowly dying. Yeah, your team-based so. shooter on a cocaine fix. Yeah, yeah. Speedball, just straight Pretty up. Much. Uh, number two. Mm-hmm. The Ratchet and Clank remake for yeah, PS4. I was really hoping you would get to that. that came out this I year. knew you loved um, it. I did, too, until the day before it came out. <laughs> and I pre-ordered it and preloaded it. Uh, actually even played it at midnight when it came out. I remember that. If it's any consolation. Didn't you go see the movie, too? I have not seen the movie. We still okay. have a plan to We've watch had it together. To, uh, I'm pretty sure it's coming on Netflix this month. So that was kind of our yeah. plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but... It's everything you love about Ratchet and Clank, but better. Um, I still think, and we talked about this before in our pre-order bonuses, that the fact that you get the most overpowered gun in the freaking universe as a pre-order bonus is a little dumb. A little broken. That's a little dumb. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, sure. The best thing about Ratchet and Clank is you just get to play those games over Can and I over and over. Can I guess your last one? Then? I mean, there's one game I, I haven't mentioned. Yeah, I, I have it in my head. Is what it, is it? Is it Pokemon? It's Pokemon. Okay. Pokemon Sun and Moon. Number one? Or my number one game. Damn. Um, okay. I was really excited. Yeah. Um, I actually think this is the first Pokemon generation I have got and played to completion immediately after getting it. I'm right with you on that. I cranked. I mean, I cranked through it about four weeks slower, but still yeah. rammed right through it. Um, Destroyed it. Absolutely loved it. But, you know, played Moon in about three, four days. Got Sun. I'm about... Halfway through Sun currently, having a lot of fun with that playthrough because I'm just kind of fucking around and yeah, breaking nice. I've, shit I've been balls deep. In, I've been balls deep in the end game on that yeah. one too. Haven't even touched the end game yet. Yeah. So time will tell how much I do love it. But uh, for the time being, Gen Seven is currently my favorite. Oh, shout gen. out! This is a tiny, tiny piece of news that's appended to Pokemon. The second event is going on now, <laughs> and this one, this <laughs> one, the, the margin <laughs> is so much lower. It's one million Pokemon. We're gonna but still isn't fail. it in like a few days only? Too. It's, Two or three weeks. It's oh, always okay. two or three weeks. you have to okay. use the QR scanner. So the, so this one, it requires the QR scanner. You use 10 of those, and one Pokemon will show up. But it's one Pokemon from any generation, and it's a randomized one. So this is how a lot of people have starters very early on, like Chikorita and Charmander and shit. i got to start experimenting with And that. what happens yeah. is if you use the Q- QR scanner 10 times on one island, it'll randomly release one Pokemon from any generation on that island you're already on. So you, that's why you usually want to wait till the game's over and you've gotten all the accessibility stuff to go through all the rocks. Yeah, so you shit. can run around, yeah. Yeah, because it'll randomly appear and you won't know where, so you got to find it. 
Right. Uh, um, Victoria Mason, aka Anthony's mom, asks, "Where does that put the Pokemon Go app? Uh, the Pokemon Go <laughs> app is nowhere <laughs> to be found on your list. Ah, on my list. Um, ah. Although I will say that you think. know the kind it's of worthy of an honorable mention. It's. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily. Put I have it on one the list. honorable mention really, and I really yeah. wanted to put it on my list, but I could not find a place for it, and that's okay. Fire Emblem Fates. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You guys are talking the whole Fire Emblem experience I'll take an again. This year's felt so short and so it long has, all at you once. know. And it's funny for me because <clears throat> in my mind, I link Awakening and Fates like so close together because I played them almost back to back. You did, um, but and I think Awakenings really hit you harder because that was kind of your your first for- foray was, into it, and, and then Fates was like that but then there was all of this super extra shit and there were three games when you're like yeah I've technically played, playing only one i played two i still want to try to finish um revelations revelations and, and is, is your awakening you yeah i would love to still talk with you about it i would i'll pop it even back in to refresh my my mind on it okay. but i honestly okay so did you have any more not for favorite games. I have other gaming-related lists. Okay, I'll wait then. But suffice it to say that Fire Emblems did make my list. Of course. I mean, I kind of did kind of, kind of, I, of course, yeah. This, no, no surprise. The duh. I had, a, I had a choice between that and XCOM 2. I won't lie, it was close. Okay. I believe it. Um, You're a big XCOM I'll just do too. one other list for now. I'll save my other gaming one for later. For the end, I think it'll be more appropriate then. Um, most disappointing game. Ooh. Division. By ah, far. I keep forgetting that By the division that was far. this year. <laughs> I'm caught now. You're caught. <laughs> Between two games that fall into my disappointment. I mean, mention them both. Yeah. Um, but I was so pumped for division. Um, I erased that one from my memory. Did you? I mean, I kind of did too. I forget that I beat I the still game. do want to go back and replay sure, it. Sure, now it now sounds that it amazing. Good. Yeah, I would just, love to do survival mode with a couple of friends. It sounds great, and then the way that the blizzard effects look, it, it looks really cool. But the I game just, is really pretty. Uh, some of the stuff, like at the end of the story, is kind of cool, of that, just but it's just like, like 12 different games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but like the gameplay is fun, but it's just like there's too much mud in that yeah. game. Uh, it doesn't help that it plays a little bit like mud. The, mo- the movement in yeah. general feels slow. I haven't touched it since like two weeks after launch so you know i don't know nine months ago i just i had a lot of i will defend a game a little bit on its concept um and the fact that i i did have a good time with the dark zone when it was working when it was working that was the biggest turnoff for the game for me dark zone was uh, so cool and in its beta it felt like it was played better than its actual launch um which is weird yeah it really isn't that weird I mean, the servers are smaller for it's smaller running a smaller area, I suppose. But you you would assume that your beta is your test you for your launch, ass- and then you come in there and assume. nail it exactly. But assume. that's why I give it shit for that. I mean, the fact that like you have people like Blizzard who have to rent out server space every single time they release a game now. That's how big game releases like this are getting oh no i understand battlefield was, has the same thing going on for it that's why battlefield one actually works so well this year yep. it's because they came prepared they learned from their mistakes and before. you know yeah yeah which that's another one i bought all the dlc for i haven't touched yet <laughs> funny enough i haven't bought the dlc for it really yeah i gotta get that um yeah uh, so a couple things from division uh ransom said you know same for division uh fun but it got tiring after a while i agree it was exhausting it was exhausting it was it was kind of like an it, endless grind <laughs> <laughs> it it was an endless grind in a really the hell. Um, I also like Tyler's yep, uh, division, kick to the balls. Division was a kick to the balls, yeah. and in many ways it was. That's true. 
yeah i don't know i can't really describe it very well it's just it felt sluggish when you played it unless you were with people that's when it became fun yes the fun vanished the moment people left your team agree yeah um and then it became just this like slow slog because even the running just was slow like going between points was obnoxious yeah realistically there was no quickness to like jumping in and just playing and it just sucks because in an odd way where you know people say and and I'm not trying to compare the two. I'm just making no. a bit of a l- little comparison. Destiny got oh, its no, biggest shit. Oh, no, Destiny and Division. They're the same ah. game, but from different shooter perspectives. Not really. Not really. Loop-based. But yeah. suffice it to say that Destiny's exactly problem was its story for most people when it launched. Yes. Uh-huh. Its biggest gripe, that was it. Division's strongest point for me was its story. I, I really, don't know really what happened in Division lo- at all. I played through the entire game, and I, have I no still remember it. Funny happened. enough, I do. I, I remember the, the ending. I I uh, thought it was enthralling. The ending was cool. The I, ending was great. So basically, the division forcibly released the toxin because that's what I gathered no. from it. No, yep, see? no, a no. Rogue, wasn't it a rogue that went rogue or a guy it's that went rogue? It's more like it's more like one of the division agents. Yes, went rogue, but like making also the rogue concept in the black yeah, arena yeah. In the game a actual part of the story, which I thought cool. was clever. See? I thought see? that was clever. I have no fucking clue what goes on. Yeah, and You're suffice special. it to say that I, it's just someone kind of became a Joker-type character sure. at the end, and it did get me excited for future story beats to go in that in that universe. And I love the concept of uh, New York that's actually been brought to its knees, mainly yes. in America brought to its knees. That's true. Too. Um, because, you know, I, I don't like thinking that we're safe, you know? That's the, that's the good thing with The Division is it reminds you that nothing's truly safe until someone really fucks with it. Yeah. So, um, I, I like the concept. I'll defend it on that. I'll defend it on its concept. But it, it was bad execution. I agree. Who's next? Games. All right. Go. Games. Yeah. Zane, go. Okay. So, my list is a little bit shorter, mainly because I didn't actually get to play all that much this year that I actually yeah, liked. Too busy dadding. God. Because, yeah, God forbid, I <laughs> take care of my child. Jesus. Um, so, my list is very short and not in any order. <laughs> Um, realistically, I, since I didn't play very much, uh, like tops my list is actually Final Fantasy 15. That would that would say is that is your game of the year? Yeah, guaranteed. I feel like that's one it of the really only games you. that you really played, like went hardcore into this year. You're not wrong, and it's been a while since I've touched an RPG that I could go that hard in. Um, which is valid. Like I just haven't been able to give that much time to something that you know. Luckily, with that one, I can pop it in at like 11, not worry about anyone else getting online, just play until I fall asleep, which oftentimes happens while I'm in a loading screen. But I played a lot of it. Um, the story is pretty great. I, you know, there's a little bit of misgiving with the story, but in general, I liked the objective of it. Yeah. I really loved the ending. The ending was powerful. The ending was cool. And um, people are saying that Noctis is the it. best protagonist. I don't know if he's the best. I will say he is the most fulfilled. human. And the most fulfilled. Fulfilling and relatable protagonist. Yes. All of that. Um, we, th- you know, we've, we've had discussion a while back about how Cloud is technically Zack. <laughs> for a lot of the game and you don't even know about it um and he's the most recognizable final fantasy yeah, character so yeah absolutely noctis is very very good of a character and his yeah. all, all his friendships are great and yeah all that the was bullshit. the best part of the game and that was all the bullshit was the best part of the game <laughs> i was so they nailed that aspect like the they character did. interaction was probably the best part of the game the only part that really bothered me within the game itself was the gladiolus issue and like Oh, is it chapter nine? I think when he starts being a when dick, it starts being like super, a, like a salty. super salty dick out of nowhere, and you're just like, "Why are you being a dick to me? Like literally, why do you? 
you're just being a dick. Why are you hurting my feelings? Meanwhile, Ignis is like, I'm blind fuckers, and I don't even care. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> <laughs> eh, it's middle of the game, whatever. Um, people can figure out the ending later. Um, I'm not touching that stuff. Okay. But um, it also is one I'm most hopeful for because the DLC sounds really cool. Yes. Um, really excited about that. Um, in addition, this, my second place is Pokemon. Kind of ironically i realized i might have attached some of the fondness for both because they're both deep rpgs with a bit a robust and they also came out at like the same, same time same week and i'm playing them pretty much simultaneously yeah how, how you actually pull that off because that was why i had to rush through no yeah pokemon so much i was like i need to finish this before 15 comes out yeah um well and on top of that like i mean walking into the last mission of final fantasy 15 at like 53 was ridiculous yeah i was like 40 I haven't broken 60, though. Like, the grind in between 50 and 60 is stupid. <laughs> um, I'm really trying to capitalize on, like, maximizing missions and not using rests until I go to, like, the hotels that are two times or three times XP. Right. And it's not worthwhile otherwise, which is a bitch because sometimes you'll just enter and be like, oh, I should rest. Oh, fuck. It's going to cash in all my XP. Fucking And fuck. it's already going. <laughs> Rip. Um, but those are the main two games. Uh, my biggest disappointment is Destiny. Really? I walked into Rise of Iron with... Not nearly as much hope as I had for Taken King, but certainly a certain amount of elation. But maybe it's between the drama that we've had going on with the Raid Clan, but I just, I've it's fallen off hard. I tried playing a little bit last night even, and I just couldn't stay in it for more than 15 minutes. I was just like, uh, I want to go play 15. <laughs> uh, I, I, I get that. Um, I don't know. I just, it's fallen off real hard for me, which is depressing, but also just sort of hope. a realization. There is there's hope. hope on the horizon. With, with two, but... um. That's most of my stuff, because really, like, I was really thinking about it. I haven't touched a lot of other games this year I that came out this year, specifically. Right. Uh, that's the hard thing, is I've touched a lot of other games. It's just a lot of them have come out long before. Like, we're talking, like, yeah. uh, Mordor. We're talking, like, God of War 3 I got this past week, and I've been playing a lot of, too. And really? It's like, yeah. And, but, again, that's one that came out in, like, 2008, nine. Right. Like, right. So I, I can't count those on my list. It's just stuff I've been touching. Hell, I got Pokemon Yellow on my DS recently, yeah. and it's like... I started that one. Haven't gone back to it, but been playing a little bit Pokemon of that too. Pokemon Yo, Game of the Year. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I did. So, I did get into a little bit of it too. Myself. So, so it's just one of those things where I've realized this year for me has been a lot of going back, which is kind of sad that a lot of the stuff that came out this year really wasn't on my stuff to do. Yeah, but it's how it went. So it's those two that really hit my list hard, and then Destiny was the big one that kind of let me down. I mean, Division. I walked in with low expectations. Which is why it's not a disappointment. I've kind of met those and just oh. sort of sailed it. that ship sailed. We we get we did get a little bit hyped on that, that one. Was, you guys uh, did. So I I I say this. Um, I I'm giving myself like one free game a year to get super hyped over. Sure. And like this, like eat like eat it if it disappoints me. You know what? That was my fault. But I manage my expectations for everything else. I already know what my game is for next year. We'll get to that later. Okay. But I actually have two more. I just realized. Okay. Wad. Wad, it'll be my number four, and Overwatch will be number three. Okay. Yeah, Wad is pretty good. I just haven't gone back, sadly. Mm. Time. Time, and obviously my computer thing is fucked. Right. So. I mean, I will say that, you know, while Legion, Legion's like the best state the game has been. Yeah, Legion's been really cool. Ever. But, I mean, the community has just gotten to a point ever. Um, if you want to read another article, it's going to promote the shit out of everything. Damn. Do, do, do it. It's end of year. Do it. Uh, Geekdomination.com slash special splash slash wow. Read uh, my story of WoW after playing it you for five years. You got a really good story on there. I think that was the thing I was most proud of this year. Side note. And also, <laughs> wearing an Illidan shirt that I, I got yeah. to at BlizzCon. You did. Yep. 
Chilladin. Uh, Chilladin. Yep. But yeah, that's it. Those are my those are my tops. Right. I don't have much of a bottom. That's good. Yeah. But I also didn't touch a lot of games yeah. this year, sadly. Busy dadding. Well, and money and yeah, well, yeah. a bunch Be- of other the layers of, of, of dadding. dadding. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that's it. So Anthony, round us All out right, on Tony. the best. Tony boy. Okay, so <laughs> I will start with my bottom. Um, which and by bottom I don't mean bad. Uh, these are my top four games. I shortened the list down a bit so I could you know make it a little nice and tight. Okay. Honorary mention is Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. No. You know what? I'm uh, really looking at it. Look it's on look a massive it. sale again. Look it. So I'm just the, like, the reason why it didn't make the list is because it's a Call of Duty game. But the reason why it's an honorary mention is because it's a Call of Duty game that's good. Like, I haven't enjoyed my time with a Call of Duty game in a while. And I was surprised with the amount of detail and fun that their campaign had. And, and it was a and great And Kit Harrington and Conor McGregor. You know what? Kit Harrington wasn't <laughs> they both the worst. Villains? Uh yeah yeah ish yeah. ish yeah. I I'm blanking stories on the other. are weird uh but Kit Harrington was was fine he Celebrities was great are bad guys. he he was a sufficient um megalomaniac kind of okay. zealot um cool. you know uh very ruthless and I like that about him that's good so good on him for doing a great job and with the video out. game and good on the writers for actually giving us a sufficient Call of Duty campaign experience Blops three was also up there, which most of the Black Ops have been up there too, but just kind of following suit. It seems like they've kind of learned that people kind of actually give a shit about I their care stories. about <laughs> Call of Duty's campaign. I, like, you I'm know sorry, what? but I'll, like, the multiplayer is not... No, the multiplayer is shit. I'll be honest with you. I hate the multiplayer of Call of Duty. The I played a couple matches and it's terrible. running around as a unicorn. Like, to boil it down, everyone runs around like they're running around from Tron. Yeah, but like a block. Yeah, and it's it's not the best. Yeah. It's not. It's not tactile. It's not fluid. Doesn't feel good. There's nothing cool going on. Grappling but the hooks. campaign and the gunplay in the campaign always feels tight and right. And in this one, there were so many really cool experiences where I was like, "Whoa!" Like, "Oh my god, that's cool." And yeah. you know, it's kind of fun to run around in your ship. Is it the best space flight simulator? No. But is it good enough for what it was? Yeah. It was cool. fun. So cool. I had a good time with it. I don't really mention. Yep. Four is Fire Emblem Fates. Sinking in in that Fire Emblem Fates spot. Like I said before, XCOM 2 was a close with this one. But, you know, I always got to give it to my Fire Emblem yeah. love. Um, I think the biggest problem why it wasn't higher up, because I expected it well, kind of to the, be. How they structured the games. They, they, they released that wrong. You know what? It was All ambitious. It was a good try. Don't do it fucking again. Look. Fire Emblem is proving itself to the Western audiences. Do we Don't make it weirder than it is. Persona, it's out, and it's apparently out? it's okay in Japan. I, didn't even right? know. I think you might be right. Yeah, because because so I, I was like, I don't think there's been a U.S. release. Yeah, because I remember Persona was on like everybody's anticipated for next oh, year. Oh, you it mean was. the? I'm. I think he's talking about the Shimigami Tensei. That's the, the Shimigami that's Tensei the Fire Emblem crossover. That's oh, what I, meant. I that's apologize. What I meant. No, that's, I, I screwed it up. Yeah, I said you did say Persona. But I did. I knew what you're talking you about. You knew exactly what I was going for. Um. Yeah. No. The that <laughs> one, I I, I actually thought it. No, that one's out this it year. It is. Okay. It was out in June. I actually okay. heard, for what it was, it was fun. Some people I mean, said they loved it. That's all that really really matters so. at the end of it. Um. I might I might get it off if I if I have like a couple you know bucks. Sure. So. Sure. Uh. Number three is Final Fantasy Fifteen. Um. I love the the gameplay of this game a lot, except for when it's stupid. And what that is camera. What does that what really is, mean? What is, what is, what no, no, it's mean? it is 
great when it works well, but there are moments where the game sucks. Like the camera angles are garbage sometimes. That. The only time I've had the problems with the that boss fight is... at the end right now for me is like camera angle garbage. Really? Really? I hate it. Yeah, really? I fucking hate this fight. I never right had now. any problem because they put it in a massive courtyard. No, the ones that bother me are the ones that are around bushes. The bushes, okay. The bushes, the caves sometimes. Sometimes caves do get like, shitty. I've gone into many and, a dungeon now. And, well, and it sucks, too. I'm missing only one armiger. And it, and it sucks, too, because those levels and those dungeons are so fun. And they're they really, really cool are. to explore. The world is interesting. The characters are sufficient. You guys have The story doesn't make any sense to me, really. <laughs> yeah, because it's garbage. <laughs> it's actually it's garbage. garbage. It's garbage. It's actually fun. But Fuck the you. broness, the broness, <laughs> broness. is the broness. real, and I love all my bros. I think we can safe bros. to say uh, best boy band of 2016. I, oh, I had a so much better way to Convert. announce the name of this game, too. I was going to actually say uh, Boy Band 5X3D. <laughs> that's what I was going to call it. Jesus. Revolution nice. Remix. Because that's the real name of the Back game. Backstreet's back, all right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it suffice it to say, I, I, I like what's really great about it. So. You guys haven't gotten the Regalia Type F. Not. Sure. I, I'm sure. I've heard everyone machine, loves it. And I don't want to ruin the line that he says every single time you take off. Okay. But I really want to at the same time. <laughs> that's the line. That's the line. Uh, where we're going, we don't need roads. Fuck. <laughs> Every okay, single yeah. time you take that's, off. That's after your own Side heart. Side note, you game over anytime you don't land on the road. I heard about that. That's I told hilarious. You about that. That's if terrible. You, what's stupid is this happened to me. Coming in, you're on a long road, and it takes forever for them to descend, and you barely miss the last, the very end. <laughs> and you land safely outside the guardrail, and it's like, game over. And I'm like, fucking kidding me. <laughs> I went, I flew down a straight road the entire way, just over it. All right, I'm gonna land just fine. No, <laughs> fuck me, right? That's pretty right. funny. Uh, um, okay, so uh, two, mm-hmm. Overwatch. All right. Yep, I had a feeling. I, I am surprised how much I really dig this game. This is the first Blizzard game I think I kind of get a little balls in. Balls I think into. this was the I first Blizzard game that everyone got balls. In. That's sure, true. Sure. Yeah, that's absolutely. very true. It was the most successful one by far. Yeah, and Side I have note, a lot of fun uh, with it. Diablo 3 is on sale also right now. Oh, good. So we can try to pressure all our friends to joining us. So we yeah, can like all me. fall asleep together. <laughs> yeah. You should, not... though. That game is hella fun. It's really good. I wouldn't... Yeah, it, it's really fun. Just mind-numbing. Well, and it's also like... That's that's a game where like it's like Dark Souls, where you just put sure. the difficulty up stupid high, and then it's like, survive getting hit once. Yeah, it's true. I feel you. Uh, so maybe then. So Overwatch is just a fun game. I think I think it's so accessible for both like veterans that really want this hardcore experience, but also really easygoing people. That yeah. How did you put fun. it last year? I think you put it like the barrier of entry is so low on difficulty, but, but the mastery every single, level is yeah, crazy every single high. character has an insane skill cap. Yeah, and and you know what? For a game that constantly gets updates and character reworks, true. I always feel like their reworks and their character updates make I mean, sense. Shit, yeah. Symmetra's got two finishers now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I it I cool. love the game and it, it runs well. Great on you, Blizzard, for making a game that's so good. So it's true. Well, but always, are we but surprised true. though now? Yeah, Blizzard, Blizzard knows what they're doing. <laughs> they barely have a miss, and it's usually just a near miss, like wad. Yeah, but you know, then they came out with Legion. Yeah, fuck wad. Anyways, All right. last one, number, number one, one, Terminator. No, <laughs> Battlefield 1! <laughs> I was like, I was like, Terminator. I heard, 
Okay. It's got one extra beat. You're just singing. No, it it starts the. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Literally just Terminator. I played too many Battlefields. Battlefield always, in general, I love the games. You do. You really do. Dice knows how to make a shooter that feels like nothing else out there. Gritty, intense. With a campaign that's actually worthy of its subject material. And I'm not going to lie. This is a game that actually, and this is why I put it up so high too. Because it goes along with my favorite gaming experience. I actually brushed up on my World War One history so I could really get into this that's game. Cool. And really that's enjoy good. it. And I think that that, that reminder um, is good out there. Because it reminds people that games can be beneficial outside of just the gaming medium too. When they're to talking about subjects. contrast that with another great EA title, I mean... I learned all about quantum entanglement from Mass Effect. Yeah, like I yeah. read deep on like space on astrophysics, or astrophysics because of Mass Effect. Yeah, well, they have <clears throat> such a great codex too. It's so good. I spent hours attention reading that to codex. detail. Bioware, no, um, but yeah, Battlefield One is just so good. I I will hands down recommend this to any single person out there that's a gamer. It is the best shooter of the year by far. I don't. You're insane if you think there's another better one. I there's think. one that's a lot of people have said. Titanfall two. Wow, you haven't even played it. No, I know I haven't, but I've only. You're also so hyped for it. I am so hyped They're for it. They're also and I'm by play the same it. publisher. They're also by the same publisher, and I also oh, wow. think that the biggest mistake of it is if I'm gonna have a choice between uh, Titanfall two and Battlefield one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Battlefield one because it's a more proven franchise yes. and title. So yeah. bad on you also, EA, for doing that. Your plan did they not work. They stacked too many releases at once because then they also released. They were trying to fuck Activision in the ass. And well, while they, they yeah. may have hurt their bottom line by just a slight bit, is was it enough to knock COD King off the no. market? No. Well, no. Even though you COD's ruined your title. lowest sales ever. It's right still now. like the highest. It's it like the highest shooter. grossing yeah. Yeah. Still. game. Yeah, still. it's ridiculous. Well, and this one feels rightfully so. I'll say that. Okay. No, yeah. I feel I feel I feel a bit of defense for it. I was just only gonna add that EA's kind of screwing itself because they're doing the the expansions on Battlefront release of Battlefield One and Titanfall Two all at once. Like, no one's gonna decide all three at once. Even though right now, well, I wouldn't say this week, but I know last week there was an EA sale where it had all three bundled together for like sixty bucks, all three games. Wow. So which yeah, it was Activision, a cool little Activision thing. Activision had its own too with I think. Uh, Modern new Call new Call of Duty, yeah. old Call of Duty, and Destiny. Yeah, I think are sixty seven or eighty dollars, which like is that. cool. You know, they're all competing against each yeah, other. Yeah. I just, I think Battlefield One is so special because I was really afraid that they would treat <laughs> Battlefield One like a little, you know, war romp, and sure. it they I didn't. And that. and I really, really respect that they didn't. You've been hyped on the I, story most of all, which is I got surprising so from, hyped on the story. Because, I mean, the last few times they've gone out with these kind of, like, mass oh, team-based shooters, it's always sort of like a story, and then they just drop you into multiplayer games and, like, go, okay, have fun. Right. Which is the problem with Titanfall 1, if you want to go back to that. That was a huge issue to me. Yes. Story. But <sighs> from what I've heard from you, Battlefield 1 story is like, beyond superb. Okay. I'll, I will for measure the context expectations. Of World War yeah, I'll measure expectations. It's short. Yeah. Um, and it's not very hugely fleshed out. But I think it tells a tale about about World War One that, that works and that makes sense. And with everything that I read up on it, um, I really felt engaged in it. Yeah. Um I do think I do think my expectations are a little colored in that department because I also read up on campaigns and like 
events that happen theaters in the war. Of war theaters of yeah. war, yeah. Um, it's kind of like what happened when um, I saw the trailer for, well, not even the trailer. I, I read up before them, but uh, for Dunkirk. Yeah. That's coming out yeah, next yeah. year. And I read up on that battle because I didn't even know about that battle existing. And sure. it's harrowing, you know. Oh, yeah. Same thing when you read up on the battle, the sieges of France in World War One were just insane. Like, yeah. The 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 war and like what the people atrocities. did to each other. Yeah, yeah. it was it was like World nothing. One was the most disgusting in terms oh, yeah. of human well, mutilation. It, it was the most shocking because it was the first one that that happened. World War One Two had plenty of it as well, but I think we were a little desensitized because we well, had we also one I mean, in World War One there was so much more in the way of poisons and things yes. of that nature. Because yes. World War Two, I mean, the one big main atrocity was Agent Orange and Napalm in the uh, Pacific Theater. The Eastern Theater had nothing in that way. No. Um, well, I mean, unless you count, you know, what they were doing to civilians. Sure. Well, <laughs> and then Nazi experience. But those don't count nearly as much as, like, hey, we're just spraying everybody with napalm and fuck them. Sure. No, oh, I, I believe me. I yeah. mean, atomic bombs, too. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, there's definitely atrocities across the board. But World War One had the most just visceral, personal, yeah. man-to-man combat. Sad thing that I'll, I'll comment on, too, is that uh, I think – players were trying to do a christmas day ceasefire like the real world war one had <laughs> and it didn't work <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny it uh, which is great i love that people tried to be a historical accuracy and failed that's yeah really absolutely funny. because people are dicks so but yeah i really love battlefield one Good game. What else do you have for gaming lists? Um, that was really it. I don't, I don't have much have for gaming this year. No, I mean we already talked about Division, Division which sure. I had forgotten about how disappointing it was. So <laughs> thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Uh, no, honestly, I think this year in gaming for me was a kind of secondary experience. I, I'll be honest. I think I'm trying to push myself more in the movie department because I'm, you are. I'm really getting into it. Um, and I also feel like. The thing to move us forward is if we specialize just a little bit more. Sure. I think we all need these experiences where we come back here and relate to the things that the we one, don't know uh, about. The one thing though. I'll say is is we're all connected through the gaming spectrum, which is nice. But our, our strengths and expertise fall in other realms. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that could be our greatest strength. Exactly. I yeah. think so, too. Because we always have a place to come back to. I mean, to, to kind of piggyback on that same thought i i mean shit i've been reading so many dc comics this year and and the big sentiment from most people that talk about that are in comics have the same exact one and that's that marvel movies are killing it dc movies are failing however on the flip side dc comics are destroying and marvel comics are losing money endlessly right for good reason they're i'm so mad at marvel right now i can't sli- I, I stopped reading altogether Ooh. Which is so funny because, like know. you said, it's, it's the reverse. And I the... can't stop reading DC. I keep picking up new issues. I'm just like, oh, my God, it's really good. Yeah, you guys <laughs> tell, tell me about Rebirth all the time. It's so good, man. Big shout out to that. Rebirth is great. <laughs> DC has been really good. Just Jeff Johns, you're doing a great job there. What the fuck happened in the movies? <laughs> you haven't given it enough time, probably. True enough. Well, no, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, what do we want to transition into next? Then? Um, I think we need to save movies for last. Yes. So let's do – Everything but movies, which means I have one thing okay. I'll have to talk about for movies. Sure. Which is my favorite TV show of the year. Oh, great. Nice, I have nice. one, too. I've got a few. I've got one. I've got a couple. And I've got to mention. Um, and I thought about this for a while. Okay. And uh, my favorite TV show of the year has to be Legends of Tomorrow. Good call. Um, Are you counting I'll, end of season last year and then beginning season this year? I mean, this year? whole year. I'm just curious. This whole, okay. like, the entirety of Legends of Tomorrow has been in 2016. Sure. Okay. 
first oh, the, you're all right. season one and the you're half right. season. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I forgot how that happened. Right. Yeah, because it came back right after the mid season. So um, I'll be the first to admit that the show's a mess. But it kind of recognizes it's, it's that it's a, a mess. It's a sexy mess. It's a sexy mess that just has way too much fun with itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, let, but, your, let your mental images run. Just yep. run. The characters and just their interactions. Um, the stories and how like cool they're getting Well, now. and I have to call it out for you. The Back to the Future. They're, that's the best. All the Back to the Future just, references. I'm just like... You're sitting over there like, mm, yeah, feed me, feed me, me more me in this. <laughs> um, it has like some of like sure. the the better characters from the the Flash Arrowverse, you know, mainly uh, yeah. White Canary's Kate Lots. Yeah, yeah, who's my favorite. Um, but yeah, I also do want to mention Flash because Flash has had an 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 interesting Pops year. Turvy. It's up and down. Um, it's I'm crazy. also very scared because I am going to be the first to call this right here, right now. The second half of season three will make or break the show. Flash. Yes. Yeah. Let me uh, guarantee that because the same thing happened with Arrow. Yes. In season I'm three. hoping. I'm hoping. I'm just praying. Like, I, I see the kind of direction they're going with what they're taking. I'm just like, just do it right. If you do it right. You're right. It's, it'll be perfect. The problem is it's like a very thin line you have to walk. And yes. they are going to have to tread that line so carefully to nail it. And yes. I'm so afraid that they're just going to misstep. Because Berlanti has proven in the past that he's known to misstep very roughly. And it's kind of like tumbling down a big hill. Pretty much. And then we got Arrow Season 4. And just, I know. And we all hated ourselves like, for watching it. Fucking kill myself. Yeah. So... Is that it for the list? That's, it, that's, that's, it. that's, okay. all, that's all I got until movies. So. Uh, I, I got one TV show, too. Do it. All right. Because um, I, I, I mean, I'm I, I, have a, I have a ton that we'll probably talk about that you'll mention um, that I enjoy. I've been up on it like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. From going in as the most hardcore fan reading the books when I got into Game season one and two, Game of Thrones was falling off for me in season five a bit. I didn't I really do not blame you. Love was, it. I'm pretty sure that was there like, were a few things that being really from the got outside. Me. That's the sentiment everyone has, right? Yeah. Sure, but then season six, I'm so happy that they broke the formula that they had because what was their biggest selling point started everyone becoming does. their biggest cliche, and this year they reversed it again. And everyone that got their reinvents oh. the show. Yes, that reinvents the show, and I'm so yeah. happy that they're taking creative license. They're exploring. Got falls pretty high on my list. Yeah, I was so impressed with this season. And yeah, got. God damn, the ending two Dude, episodes are the best experiences in I TV I've had this year. Bar that none. is borderline cinematic, top quality. That's why they put them in the theater. Last two episodes yep. was just yeah. incredible. There's nothing like a good <sighs> HBO level production for TV, um, and true. that's why sometimes I'm like. I'm going on the fence between this idea of a Star Wars show on Netflix, but then I'm like, but HBO would do it better, but they'll no way will they ever get it. Well, and to be also equally fair, Netflix has really stepped its game up when it comes to partnerships. Yeah. Like their their strictly well, standalone is kind of on the mostly weak front, honestly. Right. My my thing but. is like if they did like a Star Wars like kind of a cantina smugglers kind yeah, of thing, yeah. I could get into that. Like if you were to, but blend, I think just just to understand the creative older. power, not so much the direction. I want to make that clear right now. But if you combine like the most of the Marvel stuff and then like Stranger Things qualities, but in a different direction, yeah, you've got the you've got a good show. But yeah, loved Game of Thrones this year. <sighs> it was great really job. Good. It was really good. Great job, um, HBO. So uh, my on my list now. Um, so I've been watching a lot because obviously I have to, to some degree. 
just because I start a lot of shows and I got to follow them through. Um, number five, I'm going to go on and just say is uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Um, season two has been really good. What's weird is season one really hardcore echoed the original number one movie. That's why I like that and one so much. Season two has been echoing the second one so hardcore, which is kind of good and bad 50-50. The lines are really dead. And it's kind of hard to watch consecutively, but in individual doses, it's fantastic. I'm not going to lie, man. I really do regret that I ha- I don't have a star subscription, and I, and I can't really watch it regularly because uh, I would love to get into it. You can pair it in via uh, Prime somehow. My mom does that. I'll look into it. Yeah, there's a way to pair it or to add it to that service somehow, but I don't remember. Because, yeah, I, yeah, I hear it's like one of the best things on TV. It's great. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's completely cheesy. Like it's you have to completely yeah. check your expectations Bring and go. This cheese. is Evil Dead. It's yeah. gonna be bad, groovy, baby, but amazing, bad. Like, but yeah, like, come on. No it's like Duke got... Nukem in its heyday, not Duke Nukem. Oh Predator. God, yeah, like truly yes. original Duke Nukem 3D. Yes, it's mm-hmm. amazing in that regard. It's yeah. I contend that Army of Darkness is one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like it most well contained, well written. But it's so great. It's so great. Yeah. So that's number five. Uh, Number four is – sorry, I blanked for a split second. Uh, That's going to be – or sorry, Arrow. Arrow has been kind of recovering for me. For season five specifically. Specifically just this season, not the end of last season because the end of last season was pretty – So what's what's happening in the Felicity (laughs) camp? Because that was always the thing you guys would tell me about. She oh my god mid season she gone though. now mid season uh, I'm I'm a I'm little hoping. worried she's not gone <laughs> I know she I'm a gone. little worried a uh, long story short the big villain of the season manipulated Oliver into killing her current boyfriend yeah he basically pulled a Dark Knight move where it's like oh civilian wrapped up in what looks like a villainous guys and, and like, taped with weapons you. and and Arrow it kills him just flat out murders him and then looks at him later and goes Fuck. oh. I like that guy. And then walks up to Felicity and is like, I killed your boyfriend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, like not quite that literal, but you get the, like, that's the vibe. Like, it was, I'll admit that last scene was kind of bad acting from both of them. But, <laughs> but the general message was pretty good. And generally, the, the series has been progressing through this season with better strength than last season. I do agree. Which isn't hard um, to do, all I'll the, say. All the other teammates, though, you know, I'm not liking any of them. I'm enjoying their interactions with Oliver. I'm hating them as characters because they're not getting fleshed out in the right fashion. I mean, the only one that really is, sadly, is uh, Mr. Terrific. I'll just put it that He's okay. He's I better like, than he was. Nah, I liked him more as just a guy who was there, honestly. I'm just happy they're finally doing Mr. Terrific yeah. correctly and not. Artemis, I really don't like right now. She's trash. <sighs> yeah, she's pulling Wild shit like she did in Young trash Justice. Is trash. The, f- the fucking line went from him that pissed me off this last season, like last episode essentially was, but he knows I won't listen. Yeah. And then he goes off and does something like, are you fucking kidding me? We've gotten to that point with this show. So yeah, num- that one's, yeah, that one's where it's at. Um, and then next is definitely Flash and then Legends kind of just in that order for good. Right. It's the same exact reasons. Uh, Flash has been struggling this season, kind of recreating. It's been off and on. Like it's, it's been, been so, so good on. and then so bad. And I, you look at, the end of season two, I think, was definitely the strongest the show has been. You're right. You're dead right. Like, just... when you look at um, the episode where he goes back in time to season one, which I still will say is the best episode of the fr- or the series, hands down. Yeah. Going all the way through the Kevin Smith episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Though I'm just yeah, – I know it's funny to say, but I'm sick of all the speedsters at this point. I am. But, I mean, people have also said, like, 
like like the writers have also said, like what else do we realistically have for him to go up against? And I kind of get that sentiment, but the problem I'm having is that like even as I'm reading the comics right now with Rebirth, is that I forget how many great rogues galleries he has apart from just the rogues specifically. Right. Because like you look at like Shade, and Shade is one of the most menacing great villains ever created. And he was just kind of. And we have a toss. He was in it. Shade was See? there. He was so bad, I don't remember him at all. He was a toss away. It was in the episode where everyone found that's out another about reason. Caitlin's powers. Yeah, that's another reason. It's See, not as good. do you not remember this? No, that was Mirror Master. No. Mirror Master was there too, though. I mean, I will. No, Shade was not in that episode. I was. No, it wasn't. I promise. Well, well r- regardless, regardless, though, if that is the case, that would upset sure me as well. Because I do like Shade a lot in what I remember of him in the past. And the problem is that Shade yeah. is usually this guy looks like he walks no, out. No, I remember which episode is for sure. Specifically, he's a character that normally walks out dressed like he's walking out of the Elizabethan era. <laughs> and he controls an entire realm of demonic entities. You know what else was in that episode? And instead we get whatever this was. That was the <laughs> in, the initial introduction of Savitar at the very end. The episode right before the actual Killer Frost episode. That was the episode he was in. Where they crammed so much in that one episode. See, and you guys we'll, we'll both show. also That's said fine. that you guys I'll had mixed reactions. I'll let you be reactions. right because I don't remember. So. Yeah, the episode, I'm 95% sure the episode's actually even called Shade. That's fine. It's still garbage. <laughs> it's still a piece yeah. of pile yeah. of shit. And weren't you wow. guys also saying, too, that you had mixed reactions on Killer Frost? Even though, originally, I remember you guys being so yeah. excited for I'm her. I'm so mad still about that. Yeah. Personally, just it, deep down. Yeah. Okay. I'm really mad because, basically, they're playing it off like she's endlessly in denial. And she's like got like super major split personality disorder. Yeah, that's how they're playing it. That's which not is, as fun. It's really boring, honestly. Because then the, the that sounds f- like a like a Harley move. <sighs> trying to pull a Harley move on a that. Bit. A little bit. Um, yeah, I'm salty on that. But anyways, Legends takes the next place for obviously great reasons. Um, in addition to that is just the fact that I really love the World War One stuff. That's what really shined for me in those episodes. Oh, that's that cool. cool. See, now you just got my attention. Well, what's cool about it is that they feature a team. Um, was it the Justice Society technically? Because I don't Justice know. Justice Society of America. That was the name they used. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't include the entire original lineup, of course, because they don't have like Hawkman and things like that. But they do have Our Man, um, Vixen, a uh, bunch yeah, of other throwaways. Oh, um, Minuteman or whatever. I feel like his name was. Yeah. Or no, he was a uh, Commander Steel. That was it. I was like, that, I knew that. That was, it. was a great one because what's great is that you meet his like. What's funny is actually look up his history. He's a pretty long running character, um, but the team gets a character who turns out to be his grandson, and he gets powers because that turns him into Steel. And his what's name actually kind of cool about it? What's really great about it? Well, his real name is Citizen Steel because that's, that's the right. hero. But Citizen he goes by Steel, Steel because you can't use regular Steel because Steel is a Superman alternate hero. <sighs> I know. Dumb. Well, I mean, Man of Steel, too, right? I know. Yeah. Um, he's that black dude that gets, like, the sweet armor and the massive sledgehammer. Yeah, that's Steel. But anyways, uh, so that's a big part of it. That's it. And then number one for me, um, I had it. Where did it go? I'm going to say I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Say it. Luke Cage? <laughs> I w- I'm really glad you brought it up because it almost was mine, but then I thought of Game of Thrones, and yeah, I'm like, I have to give it to I Game. Was, I was hardcore. You were hardcore. I saw I'm still hardcore. It. Also, I'm surprised. It's a great I show. I'm surprised Daredevil didn't make it onto your list at oh. all. 
Uh, those that one in Marvel's Agents of Shield this season specifically the one that's running right now, not the end of last season. Uh huh. Um, both fall under honorable mentions. Okay. They're worthwhile of saying they're great, and you should watch them. Yeah, I um, will admit, like it took me forever to get through Daredevil this year. You like, and it's just, just finished it, didn't just, you? I would watch it in like big, big like chunks, yeah. and then yeah. uh, there was a time where I just I couldn't get back to it, and then I had Luke Cage and yeah. other things come up. I just but like I finally Luke Cage finished was a better it. It series. The only part of Luke Cage that I really hated was the very, very end. Well, I haven't seen it, so don't I'm tell me. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. Uh, the real villain, who the I already know who it is. stuff between him and her. I'll put that for you. Yes. Agreed That's on that. That's the shit that I hate. Agreed on that. But uh, otherwise. Yeah. I, well, Diamondback hasn't even been officially revealed for me. So that's okay. that's. You're only I like am. halfway, huh? Yeah. By the way, great. <sighs> well, spoilers. Uh, I also loved that this is the first one of the three that really threw a lot of mentions to a broader Marvel universe. They, yes. con- they constantly reference yes. Hammer Industries, which really... Hammer was a great addition. Yes. Very good. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for similar reasons. Uh, Ghost Rider stole the show. So, Completely yeah, I robbed recently the read that he's now gone. Yes, technically. Um, Why? <laughs> Everyone loved they, him. They needed to get him off of the show so they could focus on some of the more stuff that's going on within the other parts of the show. But that being said, it has been alluded to that Ghost Rider is going to wind up with his own Netflix series. That'd so cool. it's more of a jumping off point with a possible future. Um, obviously, I think Netflix needs to iron out the whole Punisher and everything, everything else. else and how the timeline's going to work for all that to come out. Because it's already on its way, but we the release schedule, who fucking knows. So, Iron Fist is February? Iron Fist is uh, March? March, I believe. March, okay. Um, and, and then, then Defenders then is the fall release, isn't it? It's summer, actually. It's summer, okay. They wanted to push a summer release, I think, for this one um, because they're still trying to push uh, Jessica for the fall. I don't right. think it'll happen. I don't think it will either. But that's the order, regardless. No okay. matter what happens, that's the n- re- release so order. Jessica 2, Daredevil 3. Yeah, it'll yep, be yep. serious. And it Punisher will be after that. That's true. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they can push themselves and if it works. I'm curious because, like, Jeff Loeb is such a polarizing writer and creator in general, and he's been in control of all this stuff. And he's been doing but a it's fairly worked, great job. Yeah, so far. I still have my misgivings because my big faux pas with him is that um, the entire – ultimatum run in the comics was so bad and he coordinated all that and oh that was he? that was a, cu- a culmination moment with a big disaster moment with magneto basically mm-hmm. trying to destroy the world and he just straight up flipped characters personalities out of the blue oh that would drive me crazy he he had characters that have never exhibited certain behaviors just suddenly exhibiting behaviors like cannibalism and just monstrous behavior out of the blue and you're like what the fuck is going on in this series you had like Cyclops lasering off Magneto's skull after Magneto ripped out the skeleton of Wolverine. Like, he just made it a gore fest out of nowhere. And you're like, none of this had a lead up. Like, it just, the event happened and you took control and it destroyed it. It's like when we give things crap for being dark for darkness' sake. And that's what it was. And that's darkness. the other thing Jeff Love's really well known for is early 2000s DC comics. Like, the Hush storyline, which is great, but he's also been a big part of, like, the 90s push, which the 90s is such another polarizing era because in comics it was so much of, like, let's just be dark for darkness sake. Let's do a bunch of fucked up shit because it's it's gritty, real, blah, you know, all that crap. When Marvel's and greatest success is that its ability to combine darkness and levity. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, so it's just one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, he's been the head of Marvel television-based stuff for the last, like, seven years. Um, mostly good, but I still have an inkling of fear with him every time he creates yeah, something. That's fair. So, 
Um, I was just going to add on if you've got no more. I don't have anything else. Um, Ransom mentioned in here, and, and I do kind of echo this as an honorable mention because I do find the show really interesting, BoJack Horseman on Netflix. It's always really good but really depressing. It, it, it Yeah, it, it is It is for me it's too. Real. It's real. It's, it gets to you, and uh, it's a good drama, which is funny because it's actually really funny as well. It is. Um, so it, it has some real big darkness moments though, so it's, it's a little bit harder to watch. But I, I can get why Ransom. No, loves it's it though, it's he's, phenomenal. He's that kind of person he likes getting real. My my wife's favorite show is BoJack Horseman. Yeah, and it's a good one. Yeah, I have a hard time getting through multiple episodes because it, the Katie depression kind of weighs too. on you. Right. It it talks about some of the most dark shit in your life you can think of, and it's just like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be in this place right Poor now. Well, and they're, and they're always so accurate. Like, oh, psh, dead on. The, on. <laughs> Will Arnett's delivery. <sighs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> So I know you had a couple other not movie related lists. Do you want to knock those, all those Actually, out real quick? I thought it was just literature? at least one. No. It's you have at least one. Oh my bad, I apologize. You I have at least one. I was scrolled down because the bit. word rhymes with have... your favorite cook. <gasps> Is it book? Is book? Spoilers. Favorite book of the year. Literature. Favorite book of the year. Star Wars Rogue One Catalyst. I was gonna say surprises. Absolutely <laughs> um, no one. No one. Yeah. I just like mentioning it because. Uh, I really, I'm just continuing to be impressed with James Luceno and and his ability to get into the Star Wars lore and the universe, stay true to it, but also craft these excellent character narrative driven tales, which is so, great. So. Yeah, uh, please read that book now. To piggyback on my previous statement about Rebirth being great, the best book out of it has been Hal Jordan: The Green Lantern's Hand Down. Really nice. Yeah. Which wasn't that one of your ones that was kind of like you've always had a tepid response to the Green Lantern? I have. Green Lantern I in have. general is everyone's kind of – unless you're it's Ryan. It's rough because – well, the hard <laughs> thing about Green Lanterns in Shout general – Shout out to Ryan Lombard, biggest Green I Lantern know. fan in the world. Absolutely. But the hardest thing about it is having to just understand there's not really any actual quantifiable understanding of what the light is. Like, and what's bad is that they call it the emotional spectrum. Each one's actually attached to real emotion except for will because I don't feel like that's an emotion you feel. That's like – a state of mind you put yourself in to overcome all other emotions. And that's such a weird concept to drill into and have to dig in. That's the reason why they also call it perseverance. And it, you know, there's just a lot of difficulty with that comprehension and everything. But right now specifically, um, spoilers alert. I know that you guys aren't going to read, so it doesn't really matter to you two. But well, to other people, if they care about knowing this. Yeah, uh, well, um, how Jordan has become a creature of will. Like – Parallax has been long known. Like, we even saw a bad version of Parallax in the movie, of the bad movie. I'll go there just to kind of touch on it. Bad version of the bad movie. Fart. Yeah, Yeah, the the space fart. Um, But Parallax is an entity created entirely of fear. During this story arc, we've discovered that Hal Jordan has inadvertently finally let go of all of his other emotions and become a full-on entity of will. That's crazy. I In a world where there's no guardians in control of the Green Lanterns right now. Well, and see, but that's why that even makes sense, what you were saying about Will also. Cause yeah. That, that, yeah. He's oh, also the God, first Lantern good. ever to create a ring out of his own will. Every other ring has been created by a Guardian well, and then sent out in the universe to find a creature that can overcome fear. But in this case, he finally just, like, creates his own. All right. I'm going to get to our philosophy side, Zane. Sure, Isn't that how really Will can. actually works, though? You oh, take God. yourself and you rise yourself up to the this ashes. You go theory. up On the mountain. Point, Nobody has help. you drilling up the mountain. It's the best right thing. I'll say this. like Superman has been actually really good. Batman's really, really good. Flash has been pretty great. Hal Jordan has really turned me around on cool, the mentality of cool. Green Lanterns, and that's why I put that on the top of my list. 
but go read Rebirth. Uh, been doing great stuff there. Introducing great multi-ethnic characters without destroying the history of the characters, unlike Marvel. Shots fired intentionally. Wow. Yeah. All right, speaking of movies. <sighs> yep. Movie time. Movie uh, time. Zane, why don't you start this time? Sure. My list is short. Okay. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, best movie of the year for me. I'll just go there first. Um, honestly, probably Doctor Strange. Um, Civil Even War better? I had some okay. issues with. Not a lot, honestly. Like, I really enjoyed the film overall. Uh-huh. Not a bad film. I just think I enjoyed Doctor Strange more. I came out of it just thinking it was more fun. Like, completely understanding that the, the narrative of Doctor Strange has been retread a billion and one times. But it's just fun. Like, you get through it and you're just like, that was good. I love the visuals. Yeah, you I seemed giddy time. when you came out yeah, of it. Yeah, it was just fun. Um, second place would be Civil War. Um, third place in particular is only the ultimate edition of bvs because the regular version can just be in the, in the garbage in the dumpster outside mind you i've also clarified i have not seen many films this year so my list is very short cody calm down you were also very drunk when we saw the ultimate edition yeah so made it worse i know because <laughs> what's sad is that the few scenes that actually make the movie better are so limited and small in scale and require require so much pay, uh, attention to the details yeah of the they dialogue. do we're trying to say it's i can't pay long attention long. when you're drunk yeah <laughs> guardians yeah. of the galaxy uh yeah that's true too i mean i gotta um, do that too I'm sorry i'm <laughs> trash <laughs> yeah Dude. all right so uh, um yeah anything else from you no anything movies related um I'll shout this out because I told my wife I would because she was in particular about this. Suicide Squad, we both had the same issues, and that's particularly with Harley Quinn and Joker. Yeah, Everything else in the movie is pretty fun. The narrative is pretty bland. Go get Joker. the MacGuffin. But Harley Quinn makes us upset, and more particularly, Joker makes us really upset. <laughs> I'll add on the Enchantress to that, but I'll talk later. There is a mo- you're not wrong. I'll talk. I'll you're later. not. You're not wrong. But Belly it's easier to ignore doom. it. It's easier to ignore it in the face of them trying to build two characters that matter to this universe, and Enchantress the way that they throw just away, yeah. throw away at yeah, the end. It's away. like I can just whatever her, you know. Yeah. Side note: Killer Croc and Diablo. Diablo in particular, fucking love him. Was a lot. I was hoping for great, for great things, Good and point. I got great things out of Good him. Good point. Yeah. All right, so I have two movie related lists. Uh, the first one, uh, because I'm trash. This is my top movies I didn't see this year. Oh, nice. <laughs> I should have done that. Uh, I have I have four. Okay. I'll tell you if you're right. No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, okay. uh, so the first one has an asterisk. I actually explain this. My first one is Rogue One because I fell asleep because I was sick and tired. So I have you know what? Seen... That's the highest on my missed list because I have yet to go see it. Yeah. So uh, I we'll saw I saw the yeah, fir- no. I saw the final act. <laughs> From what I've heard, that's the most important part. Yeah. So sure, I saw sure. that, and most of the. I don't know. Part of the first? I think I was asleep for about a half an hour. I don't really know. I because you, you lost you lost track of it kind of when it was in its talky point of the movie. She had just gotten that message from her dad. Yeah, yeah. And I woke up right before they left. Yeah. For the planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like how I say mm-hmm. talky point. I know exactly talky point. There's a lot of talking at the beginning of that movie. Uh, number three uh, is X Men Apocalypse, which is funny to me because we had our night where we watched First Class and Days of Future Past with the intent. Because again, I'm trash. Only two X Men movies I've ever seen. I mean, to your defense, Didn't though, you as see well, some of the really bad ones. No. At some point? Okay, I don't talk about uh, Wolverine. Good. We don't talk about Wolverine. <laughs> I just blocked that out of my memory. That okay? one just lands again in the dumpster outside, <laughs> <laughs> next what to BBS regular. What was that story regular. that she told to him about the Wolverine? <laughs> no, and the please, moonlight? no, stop. Please, stop. Please, no. What? <laughs> Do you remember that? 
his stop. lover in Canada. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> oh this is this trash. Sorry, no, trash movie is no, trash. Letting it go. No, uh, no. Number two. Fuck. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, Another one I've missed. Uh, fun movie. That one would have been fun probably movie. on my top if I yeah. had actually seen it. Uh, and number one, probably one of my most hyped movies of this year. Um, this one, there's a very good reason why I didn't see it. Oh, okay. Doctor Strange. Oh. I was at BlizzCon while everyone was going to see it. You know what I forgot that came out this year that I also was on my missed Warcraft. Yeah. Just in mist in general. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be great or anything. I, I need just, to buy it, and we need to watch it. Yeah, we'll that's do that. really what comes in. Uh, but, yeah, uh, these are movies I need to see soon. Yeah. Uh, and then I have my best movies. I have three. Number three, Warcraft. I feel like Warcraft missed on a lot of points, but what it got right, it did good. It was definitely a movie for the fans. Which is its also biggest complaint, is if you're not a true fan, you're going to miss a lot of yeah, things, which I mean. is plus and minus. The fan base is pretty large. I would hope that a large more. Well, I mean, that's why it's possibly going to get a sequel is because of how it was responded and reacted Especially to in Especially in the Asian countries. Yeah, old, like, uh, it out, destroyed. Oh, it did. It, it, it in annihilated yeah. in China. Um, but the movie was a lot of fun. Uh, number two, Captain America Civil War. The movie was a lot of fun. And it kind of redeemed uh, the, the entire Flash. Marvelverse for me after Avengers 2. <laughs> we don't speak of that movie. We just don't. We just don't. <laughs> so much hate for that movie. It's it's terrible. It's terrible bad. It's terrible bad. It's it's on par with Iron Man three for me. Like Iron Man three, two, I just movie. don't touch. It's a better movie than that. Yeah, Iron Man three is the worst. No, Iron Man two is the worst. I'm pretty sure Iron Man two is my least favorite movie I know in the entire franchise. I know it is, but, but gross. Yeah. Uh, number one, I this was kind of a surprise for me. But after thinking about it for a while, it definitely is. What? My my number oh. one movie of the year. What is it, Anthony? I don't know. I don't know. You I'm just looking. getting excited because I want to hear it. No. Good. I'm not trash. Thank I mean, you. I am trash, but not in that <laughs> way. Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. That you fucking com- came out this year. It was. Yeah, I did. I double checked. Yeah, and I, I was like, wow, Zane, you didn't even mention it. Yeah. That's on my list. I know. I that, knew it was. That just rose past everything else. I'm sorry. Deadpool. I, I forgot. That happened. Deadpool. The reason why I forgot about it completely. Because Cora's about to be one. She was born the day after I saw it. Was it? The the night after. No. So she was already born when you came and saw it with me then. Yes. Was that it? Okay. Because yes. we had, you went you and I went and saw it a couple weeks after it came out. Katie was having contractions while we were watching the movie in oh, IMAX. Yeah. Oh, good. That's right. <laughs> oh, Because good. she had like, you know, 36 hours or whatever of contractions. She didn't think anything of it. She's like, oh, whatever. They're small. They're just those like Braxton yeah, yeah, Hicks yeah. false ones. Day later in Here's the hospital baby. delivering Cora. <laughs> Not even a day. Uh, it was. I remember getting the, like waking up to the text being like, by the way. And then we were all like, oh, well, well, shit. Because that, that, the thing was, it was. Uh, it was over 24 hours later because the night Jeez. after we were at dinner and then we immediately after dinner, we went to the hospital. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. So, yeah, it was the night before that that we were at Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool <laughs> was just a stupid amount of fun. That's all that can be said in that movie. It's it's the most perfect representation of Deadpool has ever seen ever on a The movie's not scale. perfect. No. But it's it's, great. it's phenomenal. It, it has a throwaway MacGuffin moment again. But at least the MacGuffin's interesting. But well, and I was gonna say they even <laughs> play on the MacGuffin they because do. it's like funny. They really do. The, that's why I think the movie is that's maybe even perfect. Because it's yeah, it's so tongue in cheek and like damn the like, IKEA references. The IKEA. Oh my. There's so many I references. Love, I, so I didn't many. actually I love notice too. the IKEA references <laughs> until the most recent time I'd seen it, and I was just like, 
mother of god because when when john luke and i were going shopping at ikea for our yeah, yeah. place we were like oh we got to get the live put it next to this and this <laughs> and when that happened in the movie i was just the like Billy. what the Billy? fuck yeah yeah that movie is it's so much fun best version of colossus we've seen on screen and that can be easily defined because, because when he's best in the comics is when he's par he's exactly. you know opposite yeah yeah just phenomenal film. I forgot. That definitely takes my number one. That pushes everything yeah, else down. Yeah, I, I double checked and made sure it came out this year. It also year. came out so early. I, that's why I was a little surprised because you said Captain America, but then I was like, you know, that was lower than that. Yeah. But I was like, well, wait a minute, Deadpool? I, I, was like, I spaced it. I, I, I kind of figured you just forgot about it, but I was yeah. like, Okay. Thanks for that. I'm trash for not seeing movies. You're trash for getting Deadpool. I mean, we're all, we're all trash here. Yeah, we're all Welcome garbage. Welcome to trash domination. Geek domination is now geek trash domination. No, it's just trash domination. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Geek garbage. All right. Uh, On that king of film. The, the remainder of this podcast will be, be uh, I would like to title Anthony Talks About Star Wars. Anthony mon- monologue moments. Star not that Wars bad. And La La Land. Actually, you're going to get some surprises here. I All thought right. you were just worked on using words. I didn't realize La La Land was a movie. Really? I had no fucking Really? Clue. That's how fucking, when do I go to a theater now? Trash. Thank you. <laughs> I accept uh, it. I will, I will help Dad in a trash. moment. You have like 20 movie lists. Doesn't so I've been working on this. Um, I'm gonna get away really quick with the one that um I didn't actually I'll prepare. Back but any I thoughts I have on yeah, your oh, list. please guys chime in. I don't want because like I saw me. like scenes. Oh, by like, the way, new phone. I don't have those that message. So I can't yeah. really look at it. New phone. New phone it is. But <laughs> well, more than that is just the fact that I don't have that message anymore, so I can't reference what he did. So I'm like, fuck. I remember uh, the the best scene uh, is one that stands out to me. Um. Okay. Um. So first off, I wanted to say uh, best. Uh, actresses, uh, actress sure. specifically one this year, and then um, two came in for me at the best actors um, t- for different reasons. So I'm gonna go with first off, shout out to Daniel uh, Radcliffe this year, who has transformed Forgot himself about. outside of the boy who lived and has become um, a really really good FBI investigator that doubles as a skinhead which was uh, a really interesting role for him in imperium i know it came out last year but i only saw it at the beginning of the year Horns. finally i was gonna say that one stands Horns out exclu- like extraordinarily for me like that transformed his complete image to me right and, and, and i, I think he needed that, that movie completely yeah like, and i think that he needed that because it's kind of yeah. like a chrysalis and i feel like this year he's really expanding outside of that he really is finally. um so it started with imperium for me and then of course I have been so impressed, and I know I'm a weirdo, and that's why I get this movie so much. Um, Swiss Army Man was one of the most interesting still movie really experiences see it. of the year. It was so weird, so that's, bizarre, yeah. but you mix he the weirdness. Farting corpse! Like, it doesn't make You're any— You're wrong, a farting corpse. It has, to be, it has to be specified. <laughs> but it, it has this movie that has so much really odd— weirdo levity to it it does but it also has this really great um human experience angle to it uh that i won't spoil for it, you because it, it all, reveals the movie but it's good doesn't it kind of follow a similar catharsis as the entirety of wilfred the series where it's kind of like this man's actually you know what i've been told to watch himself. wilfred so i haven't actually okay uh, to summarize i'm not gonna say the ending at all but Guy tries to commit suicide. It's mm. it, mind you, it's uh, Frodo. I'm not. It is Frodo. It is Frodo. Um, and when he comes to, he realizes he didn't use sleeping pills. He used uh, like 
uh, sugar pills that his, his sister had falsely given to him because his sister's a nurse. And uh, afterwards, he starts to see his neighbor's dog yeah. as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the three seasons, you find out something that is rather cathartic about it, and you realize uh, something about human nature in general. I won't say maybe it's probably not as profound as that. I'll, I won't. I won't give it that much credit. But you I have to do read a little bit into it. But yeah, I I just I think the movie in general just proved that Daniel can act, okay. you know, and be fun. And he with Paul is he Daniel more than is just, just great. a body, really? I'm not gonna go into it. Just um, give me the briefest. I mean. Sentence. Yes. So. No. Okay. And that's what so makes yes. it amazing. <laughs> no end. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like what I just needed to know if he was outside of a corpse or is it the, the interaction corpse, from the other guy. But the corpse means more, though, of course. at the and end of the movie. That's what I was hoping for. But I was just making sure that it wasn't like, oh, he comes alive for a moment and talks or something. Yeah. But Well, innocent. There's moments that might, yeah. So other mention on this, too, because he is actually so good this year, it's stupid. Ryan Gosling. Fucking yeah. hell. He's been nice guys. It. Nice guys. He was I've so heard funny. Amazing things. And well, and Ryan Gosling has always Russell had Russell too, yes, right? Yeah. yeah. They paired up and they were they had great chemistry together in that movie. See, I'm really excited for him funny. as ha- oh, uh as a writer, right? What is that his name in uh I'm blanking now, but in uh the sequel to um Hi Zan, welcome Paris? back to Earth. No, no, um, because I I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Rid- to be Ridley Scott is oh my- oh you mean the sequel to Blade Runner? 20- Thank you, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Stuck. <laughs> I don't. I didn't even know that he had a name yet, a written name. I, but he's in it. That's what I was. Yeah, he's at. in it. Yeah. So that's what partially like his career across this year has hyped me for his role in Blade Runner. I'm not gonna lie to. It colors my expression a little bit because not only is he in that, but. Collider released this really cool story that they ha- got from Ryan Gosling where he explained a moment that he had on set with Harrison Ford recently. Really? Where, yeah, where they had a scene together and Harrison Ford punched him, just straight up punched oh, yeah. him out of nowhere. Shit, and I then they ended that. up having like a bottle of scotch together as like he poured him like a glass and then him, he. And then he pulled out a thing of yeah, scotch. Like, pulls out a scotch, pours no man him should one. Live a life without getting punched kind of moment. And you're yeah, just like, it's like you're real or something. And then he walks away with a scotch bottle. Like, yeah, offset. he poured him one shot. <laughs> And then it's walked like, away with the bottle, and it's like Harrison Ford old is man the Harrison. craziest guy in the world, and I love him. Yeah, old man Harrison's great. You know, <laughs> get off my plane. I love it. Um, As he crashes it because he's been in like sixteen plane crashes. Yes. Like. That's, that's <laughs> the hilarity <laughs> of that. Watching All that movie of back, himself. yeah, it's like the only way I know how to land straight down. <laughs> and that plane does crash. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, so Ryan Gosling's been great this year, and then in La La Land, he was just incredible. Uh, once again, he has this. Dynamism with uh, Emma Stone. Summarize that one, because obviously I have. I'm waiting. Waiting, cool. waiting, waiting cool. for it. Just wait, wait for, for it. it. Uh, so Ryan Gosling was great this year. Best actress, uh, hands down, Amy Adams. Now say what you will in BVS, okay. but she's acting a role that I believe was written for her, and I think she yeah. did the job that she was given accurately. And I'll be honest, I liked her in Man of Steel. I mean, she's okay in Man of Steel. She's fine. I, I, I'm. It's not particular for me. But I realized I just don't like maybe. Her or her mannerism. There's something like I think personal to her. Lois wrong. Yes, that is. I a don't fact. think it's Amy Adams. Well, and more specifically, like I'm going back farther into her career too. But personally, I almost have just a knee jerk reaction whenever she's on screen. Not to not like her, but just like I don't know. I wouldn't call it dissatisfaction, but it's something close to that. Where I'm just like her. 
Even though, nah. like, I know she does, like, it's one of those things where I can be consciously aware of how good she is in things, but there's just something about who she is and the way she presents herself that just grates on me somehow. Interesting. It's hard to describe. Okay. Um, well, and we've also got Nocturnal Animals that came out this yes. year, uh, which I hear a ton of good things. That's on positive. my catch-up list this week, so I really want to watch that. And then uh, Rival, for all my gripes with the movies, especially its conclusion, I thought she, acting-wise, was brilliant in that movie brilliant um hands down the best she's ever done so shout out to her lists let's get to it oh god here we go best movie soundtracks cut it to five five captain america civil war yeah by far just because of the damn good soundtrack. just because of the black panther thing no not not even actually for me it's the dun, 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 dun. i will uh, bah, bah, bah. i will always remember that theme because it's this heroic kind of rising but then this fall because they're having this conflict, conflict yeah. that's making them all Something less I will until say they come back someone, together this is actually kind of ironic because this happened just over the summer but uh one of my coworkers pointed out that he's like i don't think marvel has any like actual themes for each character like he, and that's where it changed and I realize that's a huge attractor when you really think about it. You can't, for instance, Imperial March starts playing. Who do you think of? You only think of like two people, Palpatine or Vader, and mostly mm, Vader. I mean, almost the exclusively Vader. Specifically, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I agree. You, you can think of like it's when usually you hear a theme. The Vader, yeah. You can exclusively think of a character, scene, or environment. Yeah, moment. Marvel, you can't do ever. Like I can play. Like I mean, Rarely. someone like you that has like listened to these soundtracks more particularly can. But they have not been exclusively partnered with specific characters in a way that makes it so that theme matches. Oh, this characters. is the Spider-Man theme. Exactly. Oh, this is the. Ant-Man That's something theme. I will track Marvel for heavily. Is that over time I've realized that th- like they create each movie as they go, and they're not pairing a specifically like theme with particular characters apart from maybe like AC/DC and Iron Man. I have. I will totally agree with you. Except for Captain America. And the only reason why is because I think Henry Jackman, um, and I believe that's his name, Henry Jackman, with Captain America. Yeah, well, with Captain America um, uh, Winter Soldier, he proved that there's a theme for Captain America. And then he really got into that this year. And I feel like now we finally have a theme that resonates with a moment Mm -hmm. in a movie for Marvel. And that, for me, was the Iron Man cat fight. Because the only song that I can think immediately in my head is the, the theme of Avengers 1. Yeah, of course, but that's yeah. just like you know because everyone's like, oh Marvel, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, I would, I would I, touch I agree on. With you, I the one thing I will say about that, and I understand because you haven't really had much encounter. They reused all of Cap's themes for Agent Carter. Oh, interesting. Did they? Yeah. I still need to watch uh, season two. Carter season two. Yeah, uh, you're the reason why I got canceled. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I got canceled. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trash. It's okay. Number four. We're all garbage. Deadpool. Yeah. As, yeah. as far as soundtracks go with like, you know, Salt not and Peppa. And well, yeah, between it, it was funny. They have songs they literally made for Deadpool. Wham. And then they have this incredible soundtrack. Yeah. That's like 90s nostalgia. Just hitting you Fucking in the wham face. Wham and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Which <laughs> sad <laughs> moment for George Michael. Um, Anyways, that's another one. Um, yeah. Great soundtrack. So funny. Oh, Perfect so for the movie. Uh, three. Not a great movie, but there are things out of it that I loved, and one of them was the soundtrack, Neon Demon. Neon Demon, Nicholas Winding Refn Wren. What is this movie? I've never even heard of it before right this moment. Uh, More reasons I'm trash. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more (laughs) unknown indie obscure movies, but that's because it's Nicholas Winding Refn Wren, and he always writes these really, really odd movies. I usually love his work. I thought Neon Demon was a miss for me. 
But the soundtrack was really cool, and I can think of specifically songs out of it that really registered to me. Nice. Um, two Swiss Army Men. Dude, the Daniels, man. They know how to do a good music video, and they proved that they still have that cadre here with, like, this incredible theme for montage where they got people that they worked with before to just do the whole movie. And there are so many like little things in there that'll make you laugh as a, as a fan of the nineties and being a kid. Yeah. Um, that just cool. works so well for the movie and montage is one of the best, like mm, I just get pumped every time I hear it. Number I, one. Oh, go ahead. Can I call it go. out? Yeah. I think I know what it is. La La I know what it is. I was going to say I'm actually, if so I, I knew it was going to be La La Land hands down okay. i'm surprised with how much hype you were before it came out that bvs the soundtrack of bvs did not make it on your list i was gonna say the same thing because gal wait those uh, this is wonder why woman i made so many particular <laughs> i was gonna say wonder woman's theme in particular oh yeah it makes her dick hard every single time it comes on the hard part oh, i guess right, i guess right. i guess you'd pair that more into 2017's wonder woman main theme because that's gonna be the central theme of the entire film yeah, yeah. I'm really trying to get through it, but yes, yeah. you'll you'll hear, you'll okay. see. Uh, so yeah, La La Land was just great, and I'll okay. explain more later. Uh, best movie songs, just real quick, mm-hmm. um, as I'm phasing it into those. Uh, Audition from La La Land was incredible, as well as Another Day of Sun, which opened up that movie so well. Cool. Uh, montage, like I mentioned, in Swiss Army Man, and then specifically for me for the Neon Demon, what sticks out is the Demon Dance song. There's this just one scene in the movie that's just so haunting, um, along with another moment. Uh, that just stick out to me, and it's weird. I don't like the movie, but I still remember things so much from it. So, interesting. That's what music can do to you mm-hmm. if it's good. Favorite movie experiences? Only yesterday, just seeing an older Miyazaki film in a classic theater for the first time for an American release was just really, really cool. cool. Yeah, and it was great to just hear Daisy Ridley's voice, you know, because it's it's reminding you that she is an actress oh, and yeah. she's growing. She's doing more roles. Um. And, you know, it's it's really exciting. So I was really impressed with Only Yesterday. Great movie. Suggest you check it out. Um, Civil War, when Agent Carter kisses Cap. And yes. Casey just screamed in the oh, theater. Oh, shit. Yeah. That, that was that, the that best. Was one of my favorite that, was, that was like one yeah. of my favorite experiences yeah. in the theater this year. <sighs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Uh, it's just the energy of the crowds always just get me. And Star Wars premieres just are the best night. Best night of the movie. Yeah. Um, best uh, WTF moment in the movies. End of Swiss Army Man. After I'm gonna call it the Radcliffe reveal for the magical nature of you know him. What? My biggest what the fuck moment. Definitely the Martha moment of BVS. Oh, that was literally no, me the just biggest shout out. What moment is the Batman fuck? versus Super? Is that on the I'm, list? I'm, too? I'm getting, I'm getting there. You've said that so many times. Yeah, but I know. I'm building my it. list. It's definitely just that specific I mean, moment. My movie. biggest what the fuck moment is I've seen Batman versus Superman twice this season. Are <laughs> 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 you just like you know? Do Actually, the face my soul is endless for this movie. Sure. I hope you. My, I hope my second place what the fuck moment is the entirety of Sausage Fest or Sausage Party. Sausage Party was. I was that not, was for I a, was not I'll, happy. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. Yeah, me too. I didn't I like it. Really I was really like, upset. That by was the cheap, movie. guys. That was cheap. I borrowed it because my my sister got it for Christmas as a white elephant. My brother immediately stole it. Was like, nope, you're not seeing this because it's my youngest sister that got it. <laughs> and I I was like, let me borrow that. So I borrowed it. Me and Katie watched it. We both got home. We're just like, fuck that movie. Fuck that movie to hell. It was so good up until like the last twenty minutes. And even then, like the first parts, were, it just had parts where the dialogue was just trash. It was a little like too much, maybe. Yeah, it was heavy-handed. So it was. 
Um, and Ham then fisted, if you will. Uh, <laughs> food. Anyways, food I'm gonna go sit in the corner and cry about how, well, yeah, how bad point. that was. <laughs> yeah, Neon Demons. That, oh. Yeah, uh, Neon Demons ending is just bizarre. Um, if you ever see that movie, you'll know what I mean. That movie, the, it? It, it, like much like Sausage Party, I feel like a lot of movies this year just don't conclude well. Yeah, and that's like it's like they don't know what to ruins end. Them. Yeah, exactly. They're just like, oh, here it is. Here we'll figure out an ending, whatever. And then, yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite scenes in movies. We'll make this one quick. Mine's very quick. The witch, the ending. Oh yeah, one of the best endings of the year. Cool. Uh, really, really cool. Need to watch that if you're a fan of horror. Need to watch it. BVS, Wonder Woman theme song. Okay, that's okay. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. That, that sense. was that was like the one thing in the movie where just, just like the entire crowd was shield up. and. Guitar goes. Yeah, yeah it's pretty incredible. It was, it w- everyone woke up in the theater when they watched that. I'll I'll do two real quick scenes do that it. fall on Hit opposite it. ends of that spectrum, completely opposite ends. So, to contrast, Civil War's massive battle royale sits at the epitome of great film scenes in terms of if you're going to do an ensemble film, and you're doing a big cinematographer. It's great. The choreography in that scene's incredible. Contrast, Batman versus Superman's actual throwdown moment despise i can't stand that fight there's so many things wrong with it slow boring. slow boring none of the logic of the suit is there none of the logic of superman's actions are there my favorite scene um, one of my favorite scenes this year was just all the the stuff and you were there so you you kind of got to experience all like this the little easter eggs they put in the warcraft movie oh Nice. Yeah, you were very giddy on that. I was so giddy because cool. you like start recognizing like characters and like little things and sounds yeah. and mentions of stuff, and that's where that ma- the magic in that movie really found itself for me. Yeah. Mm. So a case of fan service really doing yes. it. Yes. Nice. Cool. Um, and then I have to just shout out because it's paired in with the worst is the best scene from BBS is still Batman just hunkered up on the ceiling. No. <laughs> that is the most Batman <laughs> Batman thing you can do is just no. hide in plain sight and just when the guy turns be like. You know what I like? I like on, how like, uh, every time some, something like that happens in, a, like, uh, in anything cinema, you and I just start laughing. Because I yeah. remember it happened in Arrow. Oh, yeah. And when we were watching it, both of us were just like. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Me and Katie have had the same thought about the last uh, season finale of Arrow just because you brought it up. And then Batman kind of paired in. Prometheus is secretly Batman. And his whole reason for going after Arrow is just, you stole my shtick. Because <laughs> it's it works in my head that way. That's hilarious. Anyways, continue your list. So, uh, C- uh, Captain America: Civil War. Um, nice. Final confrontation and fight for me. That was um, really although good I too. did love the airport scene as well. I just I think the airport scene takes it for me. It's it's two different. I agree in amazing. I yeah. think because I would say that the profoundness of the actual like fist fight between the two of the, or three of them technically has so much more meaning to Wait. the story. Yeah. The other ones just like a choreographical. Oh. Phenomenal. I will say the line delivery of he killed my mom is almost as terrible as it's, Martha. It's equally as bad. You're not wrong. I don't think it crosses it. It gets close, though. Oh, it gets me. real close. It gets yeah. real close. Just he killed However, my mom. However, to contrast, the banter between Cap and Spidey about where they're from in New York. That's best. Oh, just, That's best. That's why the airport scene is just like. Mm. I hear mm. you. I just I really found it powerful that. And, and I know this maybe wasn't us here at the theater because sure. we knew. Sure. But. It convinced my mom for two seconds that I that that Captain America actually killed the Iron Man for a second, 
two seconds. Two seconds. Okay, okay. It was split sure. second, but that no, moment yeah. where you just <clears throat> like that. Yeah, and his suit shuts down. Yeah, and, and then and yeah. then my mom forgot in three that he removed the the stuff from his chest. So then she's like, oh oh yeah oh yeah. Oh. But okay. she for a split second thought that he was dead. It was like a symbol of him ripping that heart out. Like, sure. To her, that makes sense. Way. Okay. So I found that powerful. Don't breathe. The basement reveal and confrontation oh, was one of yeah. the coolest moments in movies this year. And I was literally like, <gasps> and because it, it reminds me so much of Silence of the Lambs. And any time when a movie does that right, gets me. Gets me. There's a big reason why I'm, I have I have a soft spot for that guy playing Cable. And in, in, he's one of the ones in the running. And it's just stuff like that. And even his villainy he's moments so in, in Avatar. For as much he's as I so, don't like so Avatar as a he's whole. he's good in Gods and Generals, too. People forget really Stonewall Jackson. Uh, yeah, he's really good in that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. In fact, after he dies, that movie actually is terrible in my You're, mind. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> Star Trek Beyond the Boombox scene. I still need to see that. That's, yeah, that's on my list. That's also uh, also on the I'm, top movies I did not see this year. I might rent that. I knew I missed days. some. I just keep in mind that Star Trek Beyond very much so is a melding of this, you know, like kind of like Star Trek feel where you got the characters interacting in really cool ways. And then the whole rompness that Star Trek movies, when they're good, have to do. Yeah. It's much. It's very much should, a romp. Should probably see Into Darkness before I see Beyond. No. Yeah. yeah. I think no. it's irrelevant, actually, for Beyond. Uh, Beyond is a great the, movie. When you get That's to the end relevant. of Into Darkness, you're not in any different place than you were at the beginning of the Into Darkness. In like a reality kind of way. If you want to, go ahead. I just, yeah. I'll tell you right now, it has no effect on Beyond. Okay. And I'll add to this. Cumberbatch does really well in that film, but... The running shtick of not con con pissed me off yeah. real bad. Yeah, it was I also don't remember Into Darkness after seeing it three times. I don't remember any of it. It's that <laughs> not rememberable. It's fair. Um, piggyback on that, uh, isn't it? It was James Wan that did Beyond. Yeah, right? and I he's love James about Wan. to do Aquaman. Yes, he is. And I'm that's part of why I'm so excited. Well, he also did the last Fast, didn't he? Yes. And I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm beyond excited. By the way, I also want to say shout out to you, James Wan, because you inserted a scene that reminded me of one of my favorite sci-fi horror movies of all time. Really? And I caught your reference, you fuck. Whoa! I caught whoa. it. Whoa! I know what that's you like did. Whoa. that's like a bro hug. I know what you did, and Ransom knows it too. If he's back padding with as much intensity, <laughs> yeah, that's what that was. Yeah, there's there's a cool little thing that he did there, and I liked it. Nice. Um, so Moonlight, uh, baptism scene that was very very emotionally powerful, uh, for what that movie talks about. Rogue One, Darth Vader at the end. Come on. Yeah, the last the last five minutes of that movie Come are worth on. the spice of the mission alone. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure everyone is kind of that's all I've been told, that and that's and why I changed my mind from like I can wait to I need to see it as soon as I can. Let's let's talk because I need to see it again. We'll we'll figure a time. We'll figure a time. Yeah. La La Land. Um, and again, this will be mentioned when I the final recap i'm really trying to get through these guys no, I'm you're, good. Going you're, along good. Along. you're good epilogue montage one of the yeah, best of cinematic experiences this year uh so well done reminded me so much of of films from the past in a really good way so yes those are my favorite scenes in movies this year least favorite scenes of movies this oh, year god hail caesar practically the entire fucking dull stupid experience that's on netflix and I go ahead and it watch it. I would split second. And then I was like, no, no wait. I remember Anthony said this was shit. No, I By think it's a, no, it's a, it's a thinking man movie, sure. but that's what also makes it. I bad. feel, I feel yeah. like, okay, now finish, finish your least favorite scenes. Do you have a least movie, right? Least favorite movies in this? I have a geek rage. Okay. 
I uh, well, I'll, we'll do it after that. Keep going. Okay. Uh, Suicide Squad, the fucking dance, man. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, I wanted to laugh, but at the time when I was in the theaters, it was just so dumb, and it was on top of everything else that I wasn't enjoying. I'll tell you this. It's movie. not any better at home. I'm not surprised at all. And I hear the uh, enhanced or, like, alternate cut from Air was still just bad. Too. I've heard it's bad, too. Yeah. So. You know, it's better than BVS, though. I don't think you understand that that, le- that movie is on the level of salt that I have for Watch Dogs. I know. Yeah, it is my I'm fully thing. aware, but... Um, so, I'm going to sneak this in here because it's going to tie into my geek rage. BVS Dawn of Justice. Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? On top of... What was fucking the line at the very end? The whatever are coming... Oh yeah, it's just like ham-handed. The bells are wrong. Luckily, in the ultimate version, that doesn't. That makes more sense. The ultimate. So much better in that scene. But that line in the normal version made me want to kill myself. Geek rage moment of the year. Here it comes. Um, for this. Oh, thank you. Oh, kumbaya. I love it. No, it's just the combined vitriol. Okay, I'm I'm feeling it, guys. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, take yeah. my power. Take it. <laughs> take my hate. BBS scene with fucking Clark reflecting on the goddamn mountain, and you hear Pa Kent reverse his fucking character and ruin the movie that I've defended for years. Fuck you, Snyder. You had this idea with Man of Steel. You had it. You had it there. And that was cool. You actually had a thinking man's Man of Steel movie. And then you go ahead and shit the fuck on it in BVS. You just ringed it right up the fucking asshole like a goddamn... I hate that he's come out afterward and he's like... Jesus. Man of Steel is about fathers. And BVS is about mothers. And then... (laughs) Justice League is about family. And I'm like, fuck you, uh, Snyder. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah. you. Do you remember when he when he made Watchmen and we were all like, yeah, he's so great. smart. And now to he's so fair, dumb. You didn't need to do anything to the story of Watchmen to have it profound. And he did only one minor change that Good point. actually made it better. Good point. I love that movie Good so point. much. Me too. Good point. Um, Yeah, you just really screwed the pooch on that. And you know what? what I'll makes- add to that. Good. Yeah, uh, BVS, what really pissed me off, uh, I mean, that scene really got on my skin, especially after you convinced me. Of why? Of why yeah. Man of Steel is so great. In the, uh, you, Yeah, so so there's that. But in addition, slamming together two storylines that had no business being next to each other still really fucking roused me up, actually. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to stay quiet. Absolutely. Because if I start, I won't stop. Doomsday, BVS. Uh, yep. Yeah, I remember, it was one of your favorite movies of the year. I said I did specify the ultimate edition and that the regular version deserves to be in a heap somewhere. It's you just can't take trash and put a bow on it and make it less trash. No, but you can add scenes that make the explanation of other behaviors ding, 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 feel ding, better, ding, 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 ding. and also remove that scene. The thing with me is <laughs> when I think <laughs> about this year, I've actually been surprised with certain sequels doing so well, but sure. certain sequels just falling off. And the worst thing for me is that not only is a sequel bad. But that it ruins what came before it. The reason why Rogue One is becoming so special to a lot of people is because it enhances the Star Wars universe. And it makes you look on Episode 4 with a new light and not one that's negative. It also apparently brings to light for a lot of people that Star Wars is actually about war. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, people forget that that matters. Wars. (laughs) Wars. Still the most disgusting thing article I've ever read. Wars. 
<laughs> the fact that that was a few different articles pisses me off, actually. Wars. <laughs> I hear you. Sometimes the Wars. internet's dumb. Uh, but yeah, it's just Wars. it just really made me mad, and that's I don't like when characters flip for no good reason, and there was no explanation. I mean, to be for fair, it. it was Ghost Hallucination Dad, so it could have just been Clark being a fuck in his head, which doesn't help. Why does have that excuse scene? anything? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's the real th- it's question. It's unnecessary because because you are talking about a, a guy who's dead. Yeah, and, it, and it's his ghost that's reversing the decision. Well, like, and it comes off as something that he's talking to. Like, literally, right. it's like God's coming down from the heavens and talking to him. Which again is another problem with contrast, Man of Steel. To contrast slightly with this, the comics have moments like this, but they're induced by stuff. For instance, there's a great series going on right now. It's like only like four issues deep. It's called Trinity, and it's basically about rebuilding the relationship between Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. Poison Ivy puts them into a hallucinated state where they're in- encountering their pasts. In the case, so like Clark is dealing with the fact that he no longer has a dad and he has to be a dad now, and it's really hard to to take on that responsibility without being able to look up to someone and go, "Hey, what's my reference point?" And then they all kind of deal with the same things. They go back to their old families and realize they live in this new world together, and that they have to kind of come together and be stronger together because mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And you have it, you have it supplied by this justification of like, "Oh, Poison Ivy has induced its hallucination." on them not just oh i'm having troubles and now i'm standing on a mountaintop and now i'm hallucinating my dad yeah it really uh, yeah it's just it's really really annoying to me and uh yeah i if i really hope that this award doesn't make a reappearance in 2017 because it does definitely have to give me very vitriolic reactions to do this i don't think of another experience like this that made me as mad this year actually it's really that one all i know is we're still talking about bbs and i'm out of beer I hear I'm you. I'm just sad. Let's move on then. Um, though, so I, I just want you to know this because oh, I'm your friend. Your favorite movie of last year, right? Fantastic Four. You know, you oh. loved it. Praise I'm sorry. All. I need to apologize to everyone. I watched that. Why? <laughs> this year, for free, to be fair. I'm not giving them a cent. But I understand your pain now. Um, and that movie touches you incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just want you to know Is that the right that, way to uh, say that? Yes. John Luke couldn't be here to tell you this. So I'm yeah. here to tell me. Yeah. You know what? His white elephant present almost Oh, was. my God. He almost got fan four stick and shooters to get through it as his white elephant present. I would have just thrown it in the trash. Yeah, I'm not watching it, that movie ever again. Neither am I. I'm, I. I told Katie she's forbade from ever seeing it. Wow. I'm I saving her. I forbade anyone, but I'm going to tell you, like, know I'm what you're doing I'm going to save anyone from that. Fair enough. I felt violated. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's a pretty awful movie. Well, that's, that's fantastic. God damn it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. You started with that piece of uh, shit. All right. All right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Best movies of the year? Best movies of the year. Go. Okay. So top three movies as standouts because I, I haven't made my list yet. Guys, stay tuned for that. It is coming. It's going to be great. I'm giving myself It'll a cutoff around the thing 10. thing on YouTube. Pay attention. It did one last there. year. It was great. It was fantastic. But not – it like was fantastic. I just realized that came out. Uh, I need to reconnect. Fantastic beasts are taking back the adjective. Yeah, it's true. Very good point. No, it's too late. So <laughs> top three movie standouts so far, no order. Um, I'll just get Rogue One out of the way. Um, I've been I've been going between that and and Hell or High Water. Um, okay. my fandom kind of makes Rogue One in that territory, but we'll see how it it holds out. I go between the two a lot because like. Like Hell or High Water, it's just like these movies hit on some really was cool themes. Was that the themes. Mel Gibson one? No, Hell or High. Well, that was uh, Hacksaw Ridge, which I haven't right, seen. Right. Okay. Funny enough. That's right. Um, 
But Hell or High Water was this really cool modern cowboy flick, and uh, it did cowboy like oh, western yeah, better yeah. than old westerns yeah, did I in some right cases. Now. So yeah, it was a really cool movie. I loved it. Um, Rogue One is just my fandom exploding. And you know, nice. just getting all now, over the place. Um, I know you said everywhere. you want to do a list for this, <laughs> and we might make it a full Geek Foundation thing. Um, did you? Don't spend too much time on this, please. Do you like Force Awakens or Rogue One better? Ooh, Rogue. Um, you can't say it. You haven't seen. Rogue I know, One. but <laughs> I can already kind of guess because I have too many qualms about Force. I think we can't decide yet. Okay. Okay. Because Force Awakens, like its success was that it's setting up a universe, not that that it's itself a good movie. Rogue One's success is that it's fulfilling yeah, a part you know of the what, universe, right. okay. but it's also, itself is it's, not the best movie. It's also it's relying weird. heavily. They were yeah, they rely on their other material, so I feel like their yeah. successes and their fails are both the same. So it's hard As, to like differentiate the two for me. Based on our review, because actually I pretty much know the film. By the way, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just based on your description, I would take Rogue personally over Force. I think it, yeah, I think it's that ending that may maybe just and puts I, it over. Again, a I I can't say anything because I haven't seen the entirety of Rogue the Rogue. real Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's true. Because they good all point. die. That is a great Suicide uh, Squad movie. Spoiler, not yeah. spoiler, because I mean, I think it's a good no, movie. no one shows up in a movie Jin that's Urso been around for is, thirty years. Is Ray's dad, mom, what? mom. <laughs> Yes, Just said, Dad. Jesus. You heard that here, guys. That theory is now out in the open. Dad, <laughs> go with the list, please. <laughs> um, Swiss Army Man. Again, it's just such a unique movie. It, I don't. I don't know if it's like really you just list, like get no. down to brass tacks and you're like, it's the best movie of the year. But it's so unique and fresh, and we need these really cool, weird ideas in movies that are fun. Here, and I'll actually try and make you think about great other things. We need more things like that. Yeah, but I want to promote But the problem is, if you go too crazy, you get sausage party. Stop, please. Both these are very unique original ideas in their own context, I mean, to some degree, but you have one really great success, and you have one really awful, horrible film. Yeah, I think, th <laughs> I think there's a lot of films that mirror each other and, like, what they were like, oh, we're going to make this unique experience, and then, like, you know, that, or some yeah. other things. But, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, yeah, I just, I'm really impressed with, with what Daniels did on their first full-length uh, movie and I, I had a lot of fun really with cool. it. Good time. Now I'm gonna make this a little bit of a mini review because the oh fact God. that you don't know about it, you barely know about Lala it, and Land. these guys probably don't Try know anything keep it very about brief. it. We've been going for almost two hours already. All right, I'm not it. gonna do a full review then. Um, I still should do one outside anyway. Okay, La La Land is an incredible movie that reminds you of a time in cinema that is precious. Uh, that's why we call it the golden age of cinema. And musicals, I think, usually suffer from corniness that um, is kind of a bit ridiculous. Like, let's say Rent, take a really serious subject material, but then AIDS. put on these, and then but and then it becomes like really easy to like make fun of it and like yeah. not take it seriously. You're not wrong. Um, and I also think that musicals also suffer from this thing where it's like, there's your song and dance number, and then there's this other part. Well, the brilliance of this movie is that it all flows together. It's a fluid experience. And the songs make sense to the characters. The characters singing makes sense into themselves. And it's this great movie that reminds you that you can't have everything that you want. And it's about life experiences, choices that you've made. 
and the reflection of that, and I'm sorry for everyone watching me right now because my fucking eyes are dry as hell, but it's an incredible movie, and it needs to be seen this year because there's so many great performances in it, and it's going to remind you of your life and the choices that you've made in the pursuit of your passions. That's so, awesome. There you go. Well done. Well beautiful, done. beautiful well, well short review. Go watch it. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's it. it. 2016, 2016, we finished it. And we have one more list that I want to do real quick. Do it. Uh, most. Okay, 2016 is over. I mean, we got some more things, but it's fine. Uh, most anticipated games for 2017. Okay. In a way, close this out. I have three. Okay. I have three. And I can do my first. First That's one's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, it's a little game I like to call Kingdom Hearts 2.8, the final chapter prologue. I'll piggyback on that real quick because that's on my list too. Yeah. Is that combined with the four? It's 1.5 plus 2.5. Yeah, four. Um, but no, Math. it's the first new piece of Kingdom Hearts content we have gotten since 2012. Because of the point two or whatever the fuck is involved. Yeah. yeah. Which point, point two is basically a tech demo for Kingdom Hearts 3. Would not be surprised if they just butt right up against each other. They probably will. That makes me very excited. Um... Number two is something that I just recently got back into for a very specific reason. But uh, my number two most anticipated game of 2017 right now is Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood. The new expansion is set to come out in June. Um, right now has two things going for it for me right now. One is the Mega Raid that's coming, which is Return to Ivalice, which Ivalice is yeah. the, the world... That, yeah. uh Final Fantasy 12 and more importantly Final Fantasy Tactics ba -ba 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 is set in. Nice. So they the 14 pulls a lot from Tactics to start. Does it? Yeah, but the fact that they're like straight up no, we're going to the world now. Okay. Makes me very excited. And also uh, they're doing Red Mage and Red Mage is really cool. Also, yeah, that was a cool reveal. Daniel appreciate this by the way. Sure. So one of the creative directors whenever he like announces like a new class for the game, before he announces it, he's always like wearing a shirt that kind of teases it. Like, for example, before they announced Dark Knight, he was wearing a Batman shirt. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Before they announced Red Mage, he was wearing a Scarlet Witch shirt. Uh, during the last, when they announced Scarlet Witch, he was wearing a Spider-Man shirt. Which is alluding to one of two things. Yeah. One, uh, Blue Mages, which are the mage that take their, take power from their enemies after being hit by them. You know, Spider-Man got bit by a spider. Got sure, spider yeah. abilities. Um, and then also the director of the first Spider-Man movie. Sam Raimi. Yeah. Sounds a lot like Samurai. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's really and cool. Currently, my most anticipated of the game, and the game I'm using my get out of jail free uh, hype card, mm -hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. From the moment I saw this game at E3 2015, I needed it. I had no idea what was going on, but I needed it. Thankfully, we only have to wait about two months. But I'm very, very excited. My most anticipated game so far, hey. and again, my get out of jail free hype card if it turns out being shit. But I really don't think it will end up being shit. I hear you. Sure. Um. Okay. I'll bust out three real quick. I'll borrow your Horizon for my three. Okay. Um. Really interested in that game. Two is South Park Stick of Truth. I still believe uh, not in that. Not Stick of Truth though. Uh, or fractured, fractured butthole. butthole. See. <laughs> God damn it! I did the thing that I've been trying to help with other people not to do. Um, yeah, I just I think that game is gonna be fun as hell. Basically it's my kind of game. Order. Come so on, I can replay stick again, guys. Number one, you know what it is? Fucking Mass Effect Andromeda. I was gonna say, what was it though? Fuck, you forgot about Andromeda. 
Andromeda that, is still gonna scale, be amazing. Uh, that's the hard part. And that's that, my that one's kind of in this vague spot for me because it's still sort of like up in the air if it'll even hit next year. Oh, it'll hit next it'll year. Hit next it just year. might be end also, of next year. I just yeah. also do want to amend it. Uh, if Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out next year, it'll be my most anticipated game. Nice. It's not going to come out this year. It's not. <laughs> There's no way. I think right now it's coming out summer 2018. To touch on it, uh, the 30th anniversary of Square, so I'm kind of really hyped for anything they're putting out next year. Yeah, the Super Mega Anniversary Collection, if the potential of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good. But They're getting a lot of my money next year, let's put it that way. Um, suffice to say, yeah, Andromeda. Andromeda all the way, it's my hype card free jail. I would say that's probably my most hyped. I don't think you honest. really have anything like to worry about, though. No. Like, at least with me, it's like these new IPs that I get really excited about. Like It's, it's Mass Effect. Even if it's shit, you're still going to love it. Mostly. Okay, yeah. All right. yeah. Star Fox Zero was a trash game, and I still loved it. <laughs> okay. I'm just going through a list real quick of like what else is coming out next year, because I forgot a lot of things. Oh, um, There's a lot. For instance, Crash is scheduled for next year. Uh, for instance, Ukulele, which is still slated to be pretty great, right yep. is slated for next Crash. year. Crash is up there for me, too. Um, I'm really curious to Ukulele, honestly. Yeah, Ukulele. Um, sorry, I just going through this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think it's coming out next year at all. But uh, Insomniac Spider Game. Spider-Man I don't game. think it's coming out next year. I, I think it'll is. come out early 2018. Um, but that's on the radar for me too. Yeah, that's on my radar for sure. Um, you like Spider-Man? Oh, I don't. You know a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Off and on. You know what else is coming out next year? Supposedly, or no, it is coming out next year that you missed out on your list. What does that say? Yeah, I will. I know. I just okay. wanted to make my list say? quick. What does the word say? Halo Wars Two. Yeah, it I is exciting. It, it is February, in isn't it? It's February. Yeah, it's coming up. It is. It is on my list, but like again, I'm just making quick. Uh, still not next year, probably. Um, but no, uh, for me, it's it, you know, it's it's what I already said, but Spider-Man and and Kingdom Hearts are the biggest ones. Mass Effect being on that list, of course, is a no brainer oh, yeah. because of you and I. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot heavily on my slate. Like I'm hopeful for Destiny Two, whatever that may be, and whatever yeah, form it comes. Nothing's confirmed at this point. Exactly, so. and it's just not. Like, I might be hopeful, but it doesn't mean I'm anticipated, you know? And and we tend to, like, for games, you know, I know you get, like, your early stuff, but then the real, real big hitters and the ones that surprise you and the ones that end up becoming the ones that people talk about usually at the end of the year are usually the ones you least see coming sometimes. Yeah. So let's wait till E3 because oh, E3 is going to be E3's always giving us some I mean, there's the Red, Dem- Red Dead Redemption sequel oh, yeah, that's next a thing. year. Uh, there's the we'll new see. 3D Super Mario game coming There's the, the fucking Switch. Nintendo Switch. Switch. So I have a lot, I guess I should say. Yeah. Supposedly Battlefront be... 2 is supposed to come out next year. I don't believe that. I don't believe it either. But yeah, yeah supposedly. Uh, so I'll put it this way: generally, sequels of games that you've heard us talk about a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of sequels next Injustice year. Injustice Two. That's another one on my list. Yeah, Ooh, Injustice Two. I just got MKX L or whatever the fucking Mega Collection. Injustice yeah. Two. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot. I mean, I'm not gonna go into too many specifics. I kind of wasted a little bit of time looking. So it's just like, yeah, there's a lot of games coming up. A lot of them are sequels. Those are always safe bets. And you can be sure that we will be here covering all, all of, of our favorite games of 2017. That's all we talk about is stuff we like. Yeah, that's, so. that's why we're here. We want to talk, talk about, about what you guys like, like yeah. but you need to participate. No, we got a lot of great chat conversation today. And I want to thank every single one. And I want to thank everyone that did that because we're willing to participate in that conversation yes. as you guys talk to us. When you guys don't talk, we don't talk about that stuff. And that's what's disappointing. But yeah, um, I want to say from all of us. Thank you for joining us along this journey in 2016, 2017. 
going to be a big thing. Bigger and better big year for things. us. Big things. Uh, you with the chair is fine. I'll give um, you guys a small preview. Me and Anthony are both working on separate projects that are going to be hitting our YouTube mm. quite hard. So be looking out for that. Um, and then sometime earlier in this next year, we'll be doing a Pokemon or a Final Fantasy 15 review. I don't know. We'll be doing when. both as podcast uh, topics early yeah. in the year. Yeah, early in Going year. full in depth with them because we go on a little stuff. Because me, me and Cody have been waiting for that. This is Jargon. Way too long. We love you. I'm never giving you full freedom with Liska. I'm totally joking. It was fine. <laughs> I was trying to give it sustain. Like, go fast. Like, At least it's not a listicle, because yeah. that would have been worse. What? List articles, like oh, the ones God. you find on Facebook, where it's like you have turned every single page. Those so. are my favorite. So, um, yeah. As always, geekdomination.net for all of our content. All that shit that he was talking about review-wise, special-wise, that's all there. All there. All our podcasts, there. That's where you should be listening to them first and foremost, honestly, is there. Yeah. We love you guys. Yeah. Thank well, you for listening to this podcast and any podcast you listen to over 2016. And we'll see you next year. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.